What's going on, savages? Welcome to another episode of the Savage Snowflake Podcast with me, Papa Jeff, your son, your father, your lecturer, your listener, your diligent student, your omnipotent being, whatever you need me to be, I'm here to do it for you. Thank you very much for joining me for another episode. Excuse the, uh, the, the curtain in the background. As a man who suffers from OCD, this is desperately frustrating to me. I could hold my arm there the entirety of this intro just to make sure it doesn't look out. There we go. Perfect. Now you'll never know what's going on. Um, but thank you very much for joining me for another episode. Listen, if you you are supporting us on Patreon. I love you very much, very dearly. Here, of course, is Mr. Dan Lloyd, who's a savage. He's doing a whole $35 a month patronage. What a legend. But you can do as little as $1 a month at patreon.com slash savage snowflake. The link is on the bottom if you're watching this in YouTube video format. And thank you very much to the 50,000 odd unique listeners. Not that you're odd, although I don't mind if you are. We're all a little bit odd here. But thank you very much for tuning in to every episode. Again, apologies for the uh, missing week when I was away working, but you've had the episode with Doug Cockle, aka Geralt of Rivia. He's just done the last episode, and today I've got a special guest lined up for you as well. Before I do that, introducing him, I'd like to thank our sponsors over here, manscaped.com, refining the gentleman. If, like me, you've got a nice hairy belly, and it looks really embarrassing when you jizz upon it, and you have to mop it up with a damp cloth, and you go, why do I look like creepy spiders are crawling across my love region? Don't worry about that anymore. Go to manscaped.com, grab the lawnmower 2.0. As long as you go with the hairline, you're never going to have a nick. No cuts. It's got skin-safe technology. It's an incredible piece of kit. It's very easy, very reasonably priced. And to add a little incentive, if you use code SAVAGE at manscaped.com, you'll get 25% off, or 20% off, sorry. They're wonderful items. You'll also get a free travel bag, leather. Wonderful. Mm, it's worth at least 50 bucks. And then you'll also get free shipping on every order. So enjoy that. That's my gift to you and over here we've got boundless tech the finest purveyors of smoking and vaping technology if you don't like those carcinogens you get when you burn your flour or your dab or your oil or your resin fear not my friends just go to boundless tech bndls tech.com use code savage you get 25 percent off all of their wonderful kit and uh you won't get a free travel bag but that's all right you'll be too high to even know what's going on all right there we go joining me today my wonderful guest just rearranging your hair putting a little zhuzh in catch me uh, I caught you, just the tail end of it, or I looked over as you were doing it. I like that we're both wearing the shortest shorts Ugh. ever. No, this is like, look at this. Look oh, at all the, th- oh. <laughs> all the thighs. Um, is, is, is I just actor- came from my exercise class. You just came from an exercise yeah, class? my Barry's Boot Camp class. Oh, nice. Yeah. Barry's Boot Camp. Yeah, it's oh, right God. by we're us. We're going to talk about that. We're going to talk about that in a we second. We should go together. Uh, Mr. Max Jenkins, uh, you may see him right now starring on Dead to Me, which is on Netflix, starring Christina Applegate and, of course, Linda Carlini, yes. and also the real star of the show, you, Obviously Max me. Jenkins. I'm also an ambassador for Manscaped.com. So Are you really? No, I'm not. I wish we could be we're after this. We're talking about it. Do you, do you trim? Do you Manscape? You know, I never have, and I have like a weird pride in it. I don't know. I feel like once I break that... I'm super surprised by that because first of all, I mean, like, I I hope you don't mind me outing you, but you are, you're a homosexual gentleman. I'm not out, but I, no, I am. Well, you are now. Yeah. Sorry, Max Jenkins' parents. Uh, no, me and Manscaped.com are actually going to do a rollout of my sexuality. <laughs> We're hopefully going to pitch a few out, like I, covers. I think you could have got, got a better price than what I'm paying <laughs> you for this podcast appearance. <laughs> nothing, nothing, absolutely nothing. Cup of tea, cup of tea. You got my, my, uh, my, tra- my, um, you know, my oh yeah, parking. parking. There you go. I paid for the parking. Yeah. But here's the deal: as a gay man, I thought manscaping, like the gay, 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 gay community, are famed for wonderful 
self-presentation. I get so many compliments on the bush, though. Really? Yeah. Oh, love the bush. Love that you don't shave. Love that you don't Is this grow. like a, a going back to the, like like ladies having a nice bit of bush now, men are into that. It's like, I think it's oh, just yeah. unexpected. Really? It's like how you're considering sucking dick. Yeah. Sorry, we were Wait, talking earlier. How how much bush are we talking about? Is this like a, a minimal amount? I mean, you we can't just... see it right now, so it can't be that bad, right? Like, you know, I'm literally... Yeah, I mean, you're not a very hairy guy. It's not like blossoming out the sides. But down there, are we talking like, is it like a like a, like a a nestling? Well, that's the thing. Like a, if anything, I, around... I, I, I would like to make it kind of rounder, maybe, ideally. You like like topiary? Yeah. yeah you I could like... use the lawnmower for that. Yeah, just a hedge. Yeah? Like yeah. a dinosaur shape or something or like, like a, that. Or like a Maltese, you know. Wouldn't it be beautiful if when a, a gentleman that you're interested in pulls down your pants to reveal what lies beneath, yeah. there's just like the topiary of your pubic hair is, is shaped like a Venus flytrap at top and bottom. Exactly. And the penis looks like some kind of giant insect that's been caught within the Venus flytrap. I guess trap. that's sort of the, yeah, it's the center. It's the centerpiece. I have to think about what shape I would want geometrically. Five minutes to talk about each other's sorry. testicles. Yeah, it's fine. Well, we haven't even fault. discussed your my bush. sponsor's fault. Well, I don't have any bush anymore. I, I keep a little bit at the top just to remind, you know, the people that I'm a that man. you can grow it. Yeah. Like, look, I'm an adult. Yeah. Despite so do you, the micro dick, nice I'm experience? definitely an adult. I promise you. So you enjoy it? What, having a bit of bush? Or having not much? Um, I like being clean. Yeah. And like hygienic. I can I, see I, why I would get into it. Butthole. I like having a smooth butthole. Oh, interesting. Yeah. That's my number one. I don't like, I'm not as turned on by a smooth one. I'm sorry. Are you serious? Yeah. I don't know. There's something I love about just a, a, a little man hair in there. Yeah. Oh my god, dude! Wow, that's interesting to hear because I think that. But also, no, it's not. That makes perfect sense yeah, because you're attracted to men, right? It and men are hairy and they're masculine and they have a little hair and that's a thing. Yeah. Whereas I'm attracted to women, so I like the sensual nature of something smooth. Even though I've heard that they grow butthole hair as well, some girls have quite a bit of butthole right. hair. I've definitely dug deep before sure. and found you know nothing but. You've gotten to the Pubis. point where they have some. Yeah, I'm like, wow, this shouldn't go this far around yeah, the back, surely. Sure. But that's what happens when you date Iranian women. It's true. You know? Yeah. And I can only imagine the bush involved. I once dated um, uh, an Indian girl who had like had sideburns. Like real, she had little furry right. sideburns. And they were kind of adorable. You at first I was a bit like, Ugh. but then after being it, intimate with her for a while, I grew to love the little the little pointy that was, sideburn yeah, hair. The popular girls would make fun of the of girls' sideburns in high school, I remember. Really? But I didn't think it was that offensive. And is, what are they called in, in Hasidic sort of payas? What, the uh, the curly ones, yeah. Hasidic is Jewish it, people I think it's payas. Payas? Yeah. Something to grab onto, isn't it? When you're... <laughs> No, I think they're well, sexy. I, I don't guess know. I've just lost all of my Hasidic Jewish Thank listeners you all. now. Good night. No, I'd like to. I'd like to date a Hasidic man. I think. Really? Yeah, because uh, they've escaped mm, from the community. But well, and they're the chosen people as well, so they'll carry to right. carry. I mean, you're Jewish. Yes, I am. So you're I'm already half. halfway there. Yes, you're like culturally so I guess Jewish. I'm a quarter of the way there. If I'm exactly. Half. But yeah. if you start fucking a Hasidic Jewish guy, first of all, probably going to cause him a few problems within the community. Sure. Well, ideally, he's escaped at this point. Once he's started dating me. But then he has so like he a new life. So he still has the life. sideburns, the payas, but he doesn't have the hat anymore. No, 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 no hat. And he's like really passionate. And he's probably like, he just like fucks like an insane person because he's, he's so happy. Because he's 30 years of not getting to do it. Yeah. And all of a sudden. Did you see the, the lesbian uh, Hasidic movie? No. Rachel Weisz and uh, Rachel McAdams. You don't know about this? Are either one of them Jewish? Rachel Weisz must be. That's a, that sounds like she, a I think Hungarian she might be Jewish. Jewish yeah. Or something. I don't know about McAdams. But in any case, they have sex and they spit in each other's mouths. It's fucking dope. What's the film called? Uh, 
disobedience. Oh, okay. Yeah, disobedience. Sounds, oh, it's so naughty. Um, so you're on a huge show right now. Congratulations. Well, I don't think of it as a huge show. I think of it as like a kind of little tiny thing that people love. Okay. You know? Why? why? Is Does that because you're an you? actor and you have to constantly shit on your own achievements? No, I'm not shitting or? on it. It's like a Netflix show. You know, they have, they have fucking 10 billion shows. Yeah, but Netflix now... Well, first of all, no, but come on. I mean, like, it's... You're, you're, the crew... Uh, sorry, the cast are... True. No, you're they're, so they're right. Big name. Just this by virtue not, of the cast, it's yeah. like a thing. I know. But it, like, it, it felt very kind of uh, bare bones, and it, it felt like a, just like a very kind of chill little set. Yeah? No, yeah. Is that because of the people that are creating it made it feel that way, or is it because Netflix money, maybe they don't have as the same kind of budgets if it is like a, a huge, huge, huge studio doing it. Yeah, Netflix maybe it's likes that. to, like to say yeah, no, the personalities they? for sure were like very kind of sweet and, and easy and like reasonable Los Feliz people. You Can know? we talk about Linda Carlini correctly? Um, <laughs> Can we never stop? Yeah. I'm so obsessed with her. Uh, me too. And when I was doing a little research and I was having a look at some of your credits and checking some clips out stuff um, and saw that she was in this show... I'm not going to lie, this, like, Linda Cardellini has been incredibly... Freaks and geeks for you? Just everything she's ever appeared in. I know. She's, you're like, oh my God, I really want to just, I really want to be... You want more. I want, I want her to spit in my mouth. I know, so do I. I want her to tell me to grow my butt hair out. I think she would spit in my mouth if I asked her. <laughs> yeah? I think Christina would too, like, if I, like, asked them politely. If you said, I'm going to put it on Instagram. Right. Oh. A video where one of you comes up and, and then the other one. Yeah. And I chew it and swallow. It be like that. I thought it would well, just no, be Well, no, but you'd play up, right? You're right. an actor. Yeah, just, yeah. I could chew even it. Even if it's not, you pretend like I'm. Yeah, yeah. No, yeah. I think they, I think they would. If really? I, if I explain like how important it was to me. They wouldn't say. Because nowadays, look, we were talking about this before we came on camera. I think you have to be really, really fucking careful about everything you say and do as an actor. Which I, I'm not, I wish I could be that way. I don't know. I just, it's not me. Yeah. I, I, I just fucking talk about my diarrhea all day long. You sound like John Mayer. John Mayer got in trouble because oh, of the I, amount of bad things he said in interviews. I mean, he, he dropped the M-bomb, so maybe slightly different. Yeah, ideally I wouldn't be thinking things that he's thinking. No. I don't know. But you never know. But also he, he like has this I think he thinks about transgress. Linda Cardellini spitting in his mouth as well. Absolutely. Probably. Everyone and, does. And probably he wants her to poop on him, right? Doesn't he like that? I heard... Oh, let's start that rumor if it's yeah. not already around. I thought he was into that. John Mayer chest. loves a bit of brown. That's yeah. what, and some yellow. Yeah, am I making that up? No, you're 100%. That's pretty much confirmed, yeah, yeah. I think, at this point. <laughs> allegedly. <laughs> that I love could him. Be, that could be quite... For, do you? Yeah. He seems yeah, this, like a douchebag, actually. Every time I've seen him, he seems like an arsehole. I guess I love him because he's so sad and, you know, he's, like, not doing well. The tortured artist. I can feel for him. He, like, knows that things aren't really swinging his way at this point. But he was such a heartthrob. He was, like, everyone wanted John Mayer in their life. And he was 20 or yeah. something. Welcome to the real world, she said to me, condescendingly. Well, that's not really his voice. I actually barely know any John Mayer songs. Oh, you didn't grow up with that? Nope. He's not a big thing in England. No. No, but then I got out here and then everyone's like, especially in the comedy world, because he's, you know, he like turns up to the comedy cellar and will get on stage and like play guitar and Dave Chappelle will like sing with him and stuff. Stop. No, 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 that happens. I didn't know that. He does. He does. He's like taking that. the piss out of himself. He's liked to the comedy cellar because he'll just randomly turn up and jump on stage with the guitar. Right. And then Dave Chappelle likes it because he'd be like, 
Ah, man, <laughs> let me sing with John Mayer. <laughs> you know, and you'll do like a, that was a, the worst Dave Chappelle. Yeah, I don't know. I don't, it's fine. Terrible. <laughs> Terrible impression. Um, what's going to be your weird shit that you're going to do when you are the most successful and famous actor of all time? Well, I Next mean, year. But be, right, in a couple months. But like beyond that, it's, well, we were talking about saying too much shit. I feel like I just, I always talk about my sex life. Does that limit where you can go in your career, do you think? I don't think it does. I don't think so. You think of like J-Law and well, the, the vomit of the mouth that she has. She's pretty naughty, but then she's also a lady. You can get away, although you're a gay she, man. Can you get away with more? I can't imagine somebody not casting me because of that stuff. But yeah. also, I can't imagine anyone watching a full video of me talking as myself so that's maybe not I, true and maybe it's that i don't i, I like, fucking hope that's wrong because that's i know really. what i hope people are gonna do we'll, we'll see I'll, you'll have to let me know yeah. but i i can't picture it so i guess that's why because i just assume that nobody's gonna watch it and and it's just i think i it's this thing where i just whatever's whatever i'm thinking about it's like i have no choice um you have a choice and what i'm thinking about primarily is is my my poop schedule yeah yeah it's you're a regular kind of guy I'm super regular, yeah. Go like three I times actually in the like to get up, go and have a coffee mm-hmm. down the road, and then I always come home and have a really good poop. Wait, come home from what? Oh, the go and get your coffee. Yeah. Oh, yeah. so that's quite and fast. I, on the way home, I do it in increments coffee along shops? the street. Yeah, I just mark my territory. Oh, right. Yeah. Uh, like that guy you were mentioning to me earlier. Jesus Christ. <laughs> so I should back this up for the listeners. The other day- We live in Los Angeles. Two, two days ago, myself and- um, Amanda were driving down the uh, high street, down Hollywood mm-hmm. Boulevard. And this is like, yeah, Hollywood Boulevard, that those of you, because we've got a lot of listeners overseas. So Hollywood Boulevard that you imagine, the stars it's on the It's the high floor. street of Tinseltown. There you go. It's the uh, the Chinese theater. We were outside the Chinese theater in my car. So that's like the most famous spot is that in where Hollywood. The Oscars pretty much. Are? No, I don't know. It's where they do all the, all the, all all the, the, all the premieres, everything like that happens yeah. there. You got the Ripley's, believe it or not. You got the Chinese theater. You got the Hollywood stars. Fucking Robert De Niro's name is yeah. on the floor. And I turn to my right and I look, and there's someone laying on their side, mm-hmm. crumpled up in two, with their back towards me. And I'm like, is that guy? Is that sort of like he's doing a thigh right? master or something. Yeah. He's just kind of like. And then when I look closer, I see that his trousers, he's yoked his trousers down to his like upper thighs. So his entire anus. Is, I can't believe that wasn't the first thing you noticed. Well, for, you know, you're just turning. You don't expect to see a gaping anus form, yeah. staring at you. Mm-hmm. You, you expect your, your like, eye takes a second. Yeah, my bra- it's the eye to brain right. connectivity yeah. was just going. Nah, that's just someone on their side. Something that's, else I'm seeing. Maybe that's just a bit of butt. Cr- oh no, no, it's just full anus, full rectum. And then he leant back, and I, th- I assume he was going through some kind of heroin withdrawals or alcoholic issues, and he grabbed his top cheek mm-hmm. and really separated cr- it separate it really really gripped it up parted and i saw i felt like i was transported inside of his yeah, anus at that point sure it was were. like being it's like a black hole i was sucked deep inside of that thing <laughs> and as i was just about to enter liquid <laughs> shot with great and fierce velocity, velocity it was like a fire extinguisher into being, the gutter was it quite tidy in that way? no it wasn't it was on the middle of the side he was on the corner next to the building probably on robert de niro's star it was straight across the star yeah Robert De Niro was covered <laughs> and a small child, there were families walking around, but there was a small child who a dad walked around the corner, saw what was going on. And instead of doing what I would think a natural father instinct would be, which is to go, ooh, and pick grab up a kid and kind of grab a kid and turn him away from that and go, come on, we're crossing the road. He just sort of looked and was like, oh, wow. 
Okay. And then the kid kind of looked at the dad, saw where his eyes were trained on, and looked down. You the saw butthole. him see it. Yeah, the kid like looked up at his dad because the dad just stopped. And then the kid like looked up, looked down at the butthole, and kind of went. Oh, he, he reacted. Yeah. I mean, that was the first, I think, the first adult <laughs> anus he's ever seen taking a, a fierce liquid shit. And it probably took him a couple seconds to understand what he was to seeing go, as well. Oh, wow. I've seen, I've, seen, I've seen a kid do this. That kid with um, that kid who's got um, that lactose intolerance issue at school. Sure. I think I've seen him do this once. Yes, he's familiar with it. Yeah. But also, I was wondering if, as a gay kid, if that affects your proclivities and tendencies in your sex life. Well, later. from that moment on, you go, every time I see a butthole, it better be covering me, showering me in glorious yeah, Otherwise, liquid. it doesn't really do it. Anyway, if somebody asked me to do that, I think I I think I could gear it up. What, on screen? I, uh, well, on screen, I don't know. I might have, I might be shy. What's the most... Um, do you think you could poop on command? Not on command. I can poop if I need to poop. If you have to, could you, like, just with your pants on? Could I take a shit? Oh. Standing. Yeah. I don't know physically that's... I've, I've shit myself once in my entire life. I think I have once as well. When I was um, doing lots of drugs and lots of drinking, and I had, I had IBS, because, mm. but not because I had the disease IBS, irritable bowel syndrome, Yes, but because I was taking so many drugs and drinking so much that time, I was 17, mm. that I had damaged my insides to the point where when I needed to shit, I would be walking down the street and be like, what a beautiful day. Look at the birds. Look at all the wonderful people. Too hard. <laughs> it was like a Disney movie. I was like a Disney princess. I was wearing I a, a wonderful dress. In the spring. Oh, I like triple threat. I'm trying to figure out the melody of that. There you go. And I'm walking down and I'm like, just loving my life. And, and I, I need, need to wonder, wonder what, what is, is going go- on. Oh, <gasps> I need a shit right now. Yeah. And I'd have to run into the nearest store and be like, and normally it was a little corner store and, and is london a, quite amenable like a to bangladeshi that? or pakistani guy behind the counter they're I'd gonna like, let you in i'd be like bro i need to use your restroom i'm so sorry man i have i, I like my stomach i have ibs but dying and they would nine times out of ten go oh there's no toilet here. there's of no course. public toilet here and go i go listen i know that you have a toilet of course you do this please is an emergency. let me use it otherwise i'm gonna mess my trousers my i'm not nightmare. a fucking random dude i'm not a drug addict here I, I will give you 20 quid i'll buy stuff from a store please let me sure. and they'll be like Oh, okay, okay. And like, and I mean, you I, don't even have time to have this conversation. I mean, I'd rush it out and I'd be in sweats. Yeah. And I'd go into the toilet and I would have just a... Yeah, right. You know one of those shits that talks to you? Like an old, an old angry yeah. New Jersey guy. It's like a door opening. Yeah, of course. And you probably had like Thai food as well, obviously. I actually uh, used to love, eat a lot of curries. Indian curries of and course. spicy chicken wings from Chicken Cottage, yeah. which is probably added to the Chicken Cottage. Is that <laughs> oh? English? Imagine the shittest. <laughs> imagine the most shit KFC knockoff shop ever. But there was a chain of them. I can't believe I didn't get that when I was in London the oh, other week. The worst. I went to Dishoom, that new that new Indian That's place. Very fancy in East London in Brick Lane, the one near Brick Lane. Uh, there's a new one in Soho, I think. But it was, su- I mean, I was super spicy butt the next day. Oh, yeah? Yeah. But that's kind of Indian food for people who, yes. that's for like hipsters who want to be like, what's the bougiest? But there is that element of danger because it's so spicy. There you go. So then the next day you're like really feeling it. But I mean, it's not a real curry if you don't feel it at both ends. It has to burn at both ends. Yeah, I think it was successful in that way. Yeah. I had, you know, I had a few curries. Do not like as many as I would have liked. I was fucking obsessed with England. Why? Tell I can't wait you. to go back. I guess because it feels like my hometown of Manhattan, of New York. 
But then it's also old things around me, which I realize there's nothing history. old me around me usually. Yeah, like that's the only thing I miss about Europe. Really, is, isn't it weird to be here? Um, and people are like that building's from 1960. Can yeah. you believe? <laughs> like, people do that all the time. They go, "Wow, it's such a beautiful old building." I'm like, <laughs> "This is mid-century, right?" Like we have my pub. Mid-century is shot at the end of my road here. in England. Is about 400 years old. I know. I can't imagine. And that's pretty new. It's been refurbed. Do you know what I mean? Sure. I mean, I walked out of my hotel and I was like, this looks like Mrs. Dalloway. And I like looked it up and she did live on, you know, Virginia Woolf did live on that square. I was like, of course. But could you live in England? Because the weather. Well, that's what I was saying is that I've only been there when it was stunningly perfect. Yeah, there you go. It wasn't really accurate. Do you think I could? No. I've lived in New York. Is it that different? Um... Mm, yeah it's shitty yeah no it is yeah it is it's a different level of yeah there's a reason why do more people kill themselves in london than in new york i don't know actually that's good i look up at suicide rates i know i've wanted to kill myself in both cities right me too so no i never wanted to kill myself in london but it was just that sweet spot of july and like there was a breeze it was actually quite cold because i only packed shorts like these there you go because I was so hot in LA. Those, you know what's the irony is that the shorts you're wearing, the shorts I'm wearing right now are so incredibly, wonderfully, flamboyantly short. They're so short, it's shocking. If I wasn't wearing the boxer briefs I was wearing, my nuts would hang clear, clear you, of you fabric. You have to think of your underwear choices when Absolutely. you're wearing shorts. But I also... These actually have underwear built in. I used to make fun of my dad for wearing really short shorts on holiday because it was like the embarrassing dad thing to do. Because he's now, European. Now I'm just like... I know. Short shorts. You know, you look at Army Hammer in that movie, Call Me By Your Name, and he has short shorts on because it's set in the 80s. I don't understand that reference. Call Me By Your Name. It's a film. I guess. Okay, so films are like, you know, they started. They start. It's like moving pictures. Celluloid. It's like YouTube. Right. It's exactly like YouTube. Okay, all right. It's sort of like TikTok, what we're doing. It's like TikTok, but longer. I haven't seen TikTok, actually. It's like YouTube. Oh, yeah. oh okay. But shorter, right? But shorter. It's like snaps. Yeah, and normally 10-year-olds. But then they're also... Um, oh. No, yeah, TikTok is the one I'm A lot of pedophiles about. on TikTok. But didn't Lil Nas X start on TikTok? Or is that not true? Maybe. Yeah, I think Old Or SoundCloud. Wrote, or is he SoundCloud rapper? He's probably SoundCloud as well. But like, I think TikTok started his... Like he, he started... He put Old Town Road on TikTok. Really? Yeah. And that's what blew up? Yeah. Isn't it amazing now? True. This is why I like, um, I like actors and performers of all kinds, and comics, obviously, sure. who embrace the new ways to put out technology uh, to put out their content on different technology but for him to have been such a success from that f- platform yeah it's just unbelievable to me yeah i mean it's like you think of 50 shades of gray it was originally it was like um it was a book well yeah it was a book <laughs> yes but it was um it was a uh, fan fiction about one direction is that right oh no about twilight fan fiction about twilight about bella and the uh, the guy the vampire in twilight really and then she changed the names and made it into 50 shades of gray and it became a best-selling book are you fucking serious i i, I know this to be fact is that unbelievable she so basically things, wrote some fan fiction ripping off an existing piece of art yeah she was like jerking off to bella and the no, vampire i want him to tie her arm treat her bad oh, she, but oh, i'll take out the vampire no part rights. Yeah. no rights i think well obviously i think she did cut out the vampire part yeah unless and suddenly he became what a stock market <laughs> right stockbroker same thing a basically dude. vampires yeah jamie dorian suck us dry right yeah really and then gets her to suck him dry just like a you know boring white guy i've never read it i've never read any of those books Me but either. i would like to i know they made uh, movies of them yeah i saw the second one in the theater Good, so that's the bad. only one i've seen shockingly bad to it's just unbelievable like overwhelming but 
really so bad it's really fun to watch. But hang on a sec. Is it bad because performances are incredibly poor? Or Well, no, that's what's incredible is that Dakota Johnson, Melanie Griffith's daughter, is the lead. She has a sort of wink with it. She's quite cheeky in how she does it. Okay. She, like, every line that she says, she's, like, subtly making fun of the movie. Right. It's like every line she'll be like... Knowingly, I, I'm going to put, put your volume th- back up again. You have such a... I love how I'm you... Sorry, I'm sorry, I'm so sorry. No, no, it's all right. You go from like... Well, I was... Conspiratorial. Well, when you make me... This is the thing that's When you make me right fart now. with laughter, then the levels are all off. There you go. But um, she... Like every line she'll be like, I don't know. Okay, let's go to the store. And she like... Yeah, like it, you just can't help but love her. She's incredible. Okay. But then the main guy? Yeah, Jamie Dornan. You know him. No. He's a Brit. Is he? Yeah, he's in The Fall with Gillian Anderson. Never seen it. He plays a serial killer in that. Gillian Anderson. Is it Gillian? Gillian Anderson, oh, yeah. Oh, fuck. I mean, at least that's the name I called when I was jerking off over when I was a teenage boy. Gillian! 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 Yeah. Oh, Gil. Gillian. Then my little... mom walks in. Who's Gil? <laughs> if it's Gillian, you you're gay. Something. If it's Gillian, you're yeah, straight. Yeah, if you called her Gillian, yeah. you need to suck <laughs> a mean dick. <laughs> but if it's Gillian, then you're definitely into the ladies. The gays are all just like, Gillian, right? Yeah. It's Gillian, right? Yeah. It's like she, this myth perpetuated. She used to wear gays. a lot of like power suit she dressed in power suits during x she's actually very masculine in the way that she pre- presents but that's herself. what's so hot about it isn't it i mean yeah. she she just didn't reveal anything about herself she'd be the dorian to my whatever the chick's name is dorian who's the dorian gray oh yeah yeah yeah. the painting who's the who's the wait 50 shades of gray the main guy's called dorian gray uh, right no i don't think so i think that's just the picture of dorian gray oh dorian gray is just the picture that yeah. ages so yeah, he yeah, doesn't yeah. have to so he's gorgeous Holy his whole life shit. i don't even think it's a play on dorian gray like i literally <sighs> think she she didn't have that thought she just was looking at the wall and she was like oh that's 50 gray. shades of gray, gray? <laughs> no no his name she is something gray writing the fan fiction playing with her pussy Obsessed and she looked looking at her own pubis and she was like Oh yeah, and she saw a grey pubic hair. There's no color, and she was like, "Oh yeah, I wish there were fifty shades of that." And she had a uh, that went grey from how much I've been playing with my pussy, reading my own fan. She had a grey hair because she was masturbating so much. Is that right? <laughs> that's that's that what, what I'm going to put on the Wikipedia page when I update it later on this yeah. afternoon. I can't imagine get going grey down there. Um, would you ever like if someone wrote fan fiction about your character oh, in Dead to Me? Hopefully erotic. Would you, well, it'd have to be. Yeah. There's, there's no other kind of fan fiction. No, They're never like, oh, I really love the... I wrote some stories about your character going on adventures where he helps kids you might be. in the, in the <laughs> Sudanese... I feel like if jungle. that ever happened, it would be me. Sudanese jungle. It would be my character. I'd be like, really? Nothing? No, Not a kiss? But if you read online some Reddit forum, some 4chan forum mm-hmm. got f- forwarded to you, mm-hmm. hey, have you seen this? Max is about your character. Would I jerk off to it? Would you like... Well, I was going to ask you if you would... But yeah, that's a great question. <laughs> but I was going to ask if you'd ever reach out to that person and be like, you know what? Thank you. And like give notes and like maybe other ideas. And- Go like, I mean, I liked I liked the bit where I fisted yeah. Thor. <laughs> I would ideally have Hemsworth characters in mind. Yeah. Yeah. I, but have you thought about Christine Applegate and Linda Cardellini's characters spitting in my mouth first? I Right, exactly. And we got to get that in. Bit that into Thor's mouth. I do love reading. I love reading erotica. Really? Yeah, I really like it. Where do you find your erotica? Um, I, I, you know, search terms mostly. Just like adjectives and nouns, verbs <laughs> in Google. <laughs> uh, I feel like you should be a stand-up. <laughs> You're very funny. You are very naturally funny. We didn't get I'm to not. talk much the first time we met. I know. We, we met Where very were briefly. We, and we were in a bar down the road. Remember? Yeah, right. And we had a glass of wine. Well, I you had I your hat on, didn't you? Did I have a cowboy hat on. I think you might have. 
I had long hair. Still I don't like. know if it was a cowboy hat. It was, it was like some sort of. It was. It was like uh, Indiana Jones. Is that a cowboy hat? No. Was that? Was it that gray? Oh, yeah, cowboy hat. It yeah, it was a cowboy hat. It's okay, a Stetson. Fine. That's a Stetson. Oh, it's Stetson. Okay. I feel and like then, that's different than cowboy. No? I but I had long hair then as well. You fucking did. Oh my and god. And a beard. I forgot. Well, you don't have noticed that I look. You were still really hot, even though you had long hair. But now I look like a, a like weho gay. <laughs> You've reached your final form. Yeah. Yeah. So now I might got stuck in the roles that I'm, looking, that I'm trying to get. <laughs> now you'll finally book. I'll finally book something in pilot season. <laughs> yes. I um. That's the thing, though. I have to yeah. like. I don't have any. Oh, that's a lie. My first pilot season here, I lived on this next block, Garfield Place. Okay. And I bleached my hair blonde. I I didn't get any auditions. Because you had bleached blonde hair. I thought that they all hated the Jews and that they would want me to have blonde German hair, but they didn't. Isn't it interesting that the the industry? I feel like casting directors, and I don't want to shit on potential employers. But there is an element where they just see what's in front of them. Sure. There's no like sense of, oh, he's a great actor. I know. We can't and we could easily them. put a lace front on him for long hair so he can play the cowboy version of this. Yeah. They just go short hair, you know, spit of stubble, short beard. Okay. He's that guy. There's no consideration. I mean, I you know, maybe like back in the 50s, there were auditions like that with directors who were like we're entering into each other's lives we have to feel each other come on let's take these two hours and let's work it out yeah uh, you know now it's like come in do you even think that exists at all anymore maybe with old people like it does, old no, legends it exists once you are at a certain level of success right yes and absolutely. or if you're someone's muse so yes. if you're a johnny depp helena bonham carter of course for a tim burton yes i mean apart from the fact that they're married, they don't have to audition. married but you know oh, but right, they don't no. well they don't have to audition but also there i think even at the beginning of those relationships there's probably an idea of going let's really you i really want to put you in something sure so let's work this and let's find how to shape the character even around what your interpretation of it of course is. i also love in like interviews and magazines when they're like i worked really hard for this part i wrote tim burton a letter so yeah like oh so that's okay yeah Really? That's all you had to do? You I thought? worked really hard for a part recently. <laughs> Didn't get the part. What'd you do? Well, actually, it was um, it's a TV show called The Witcher TV. The Witcher, the Witcher. TV series. Yeah, it's based on a, a series of books that was turned into a very successful franchise of video games. Sounds dope. Like my last guest is did the voice of Geralt of Rivia. You're kidding me. Original. That's a picture of me as huh? Geralt of Rivia when I had long hair. Is that he I had a warlock? San Diego. He's a, a witcher. So he kills a monsters. Witcher. He's kind of um, magical and also almost like a... They take they they go through a, a a process of drinking a liquid that changes them forever. Oh, he's not born with it. So no, no. But they 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 had like a natural. They have to they have to survive the process. Only one in a hundred children that undergo the change sure. ever survive. And it's not gene- It's not. Um... But they're genetic. It's genetic mutations. Sure. But it's set in like a fantasy world. So he fights basilisks and things like that for local villages. Obsessed basilisk. Yeah. Oh, it's amazing. I but thought Henry- a basilisk was like something that sits on your desk and you. It's like a compass of some kind. No. I thought it was like oh, a mathematical no, instrument. No, no, no. You're thinking of... Um, obelisk. No, I don't know what that is An either. obelisk is a big... Uh, is like what's in uh, Washington, D.C. That's an obelisk. Oh, yeah, yeah, cool. Um, a basilisk is like a snake-like creature. Hell yeah. Yeah. And it's, it's it'll fuck you up, man. It's such a great word. Dude. I mean, it's not real. Yeah. Or is it? Sure. I mean... It's it, kind of a, a dinosaur. A big lizardy dinosaur. Hot. They'll fuck your shit up. I would get that word tattooed on my body or something. Basilisk. Basilisk. Get it tattooed on your upper thighs. And then when people are looking in the short shorts, you just fucking, hike it up. Since go, I have okay. the shorts, like I could really benefit from those. Yeah. 
from some upper thigh tattoos. This is the you're the only guest I've ever had on this canvas, podcast. Isn't it? That, by the way, I've I've if anything I've tried to make the shorts ride higher up. Of course, it's almost like we're seeing who can get the higher. You're not even getting them the with more. me. I don't. I think I'm too far down. Oh, there it is. You're not really getting the bet because you're not seeing the spread. I don't think it's. We could do a little twirl. I this is just going to be an exclusive for the YouTube viewers. Okay. Let's do a little. Okay. Okay. There you go. That could have been DLC. Thank you for a little extra download content. Make sure to support us. Patreon.com. Thank you. Manscaped.com. Manscaped.com. Look how smooth the legs are. That's all. That's all. We could. We could. Uh. You know. Contribute additional content to the Patreon. I've got a kit in there. I want to pull it out. I wish you would. If I ever did it, you would do it. That'd be pretty fun. But other than you, nobody. I don't want anybody to touch it. So wait, hang on. We were talking. Oh yeah, yeah. So I auditioned for that role. So what I did that was above and beyond. It's the only thing. Only time I've ever done this. And I can't believe you auditioned for that, and, and you love this. This. Uh, oh, I piece. love it so much. Yeah. That's, this. Yeah. I was, and it was. I was really happy to get at least. It was just a self tape. But, but it was still dope. nice. That never happens. And then they asked me to self tape for a second character because Henry Cavill. They already had lined up to play <laughs> Geralt of Rivia. So I was never going to win that battle. Sure. Fucking Superman, right? And then. I mean, this is a serious project that Henry is. You know. There you go. And then it was the next one was for another character. But what I did is, I, I, I think it's very cheesy to turn up to auditions in outfit, in any kind of outfit. It's a little, I mean, they get, I think they're afraid of you. It's, un, it's uncomfortable, right? So I would never do that, especially if I'm going up to CW or something and I'm going to go into a room and it's like, you know, in and But there and can be ways in which you show how passionate you, you are. Exactly. And you could, I think you can do a little something. Sure. But, you know, like if you're going to play a cowboy, maybe turning up in like gold's gym t-shirt you bring your stetson and short shorts might be a bit weird yeah you gotta bring a stetson yeah, i'll have yeah. like a shirt and my boots a on pointed boot however i went out for the second character because he's his name's dandelion okay. in the books or yaskia honestly and sexy. he's a bard he's a traveling bard love and i whilst i'm i'm not a professional singer i'm not bad okay i can i can carry a You're quite tune. i can hold a note i can You're carry a, a tune. I'm, i can yeah i can sing okay you play guitar I'm, yeah no, Do you not? no. Oh, I, I used to play the drums, but I learned I learned how to play the ukulele for this. So oh I, because God. they said play a ukulele or a guitar or something oh, if you can. So I, for I tape. I got you for a self tape. So I got I got a ukulele from my friend. Then I got him to teach me about seven or eight chords. Obsessed. Then I wrote a song. Is it quite easy? Mm, not when it's the first time you're doing how it. How long did it take you? Uh, I spent like <laughs> a few hours practicing that. <laughs> then I spent a few hours learning the sides. Yeah. Then I wrote I wrote a song. Um, they had the lyrics, but I had to write the music to fit to the lyrics. And then I, what I did outside of that is I got uh, hired the remainder of a costume to look exactly as the character is in the video game. Stop. And then I went. I feel with like a if you're buddy. doing a tape, you should do as much as you can possibly yeah, can. Yeah, but I mean, this was next level. I went out to that. Uh, we drove an hour out tonight up near Topanga to the mountainside. Oh, yes. And I, with my buddy with a six seven D camera, we were outside. Seven D. Yeah, went outside, mic'd up, emerged from behind a tree, strumming. And I literally did a whole little scene in the character. You're like, pretty much, and then walked out and was like, you know. Oh, Geralt of Rivia. Let me tell you about Geralt of Rivia. And did this whole it's a little bit of a speech. Yes. Did a little monologue for them as a character. Roll the tape. And then roll tape. <laughs> and didn't get the roll. <laughs> but I Can impressed them. Can you imagine? Them. But you did. You heard that you impressed them. They emailed back to my like, agent and were wow. like, he, like, we love Jeff and his auditions. We want to say that his auditions for both of these characters were 
incredible. Okay, that's but, more than you could possibly ask. But for. we already have someone in mind. But anyway, the guy who got Yaska is like a legit professional musician and actor. He's like he's in a band that tours it? all over the world. Can't remember his fucking name. It's like Reeve Carney or something. Up. I can go from your IMDb to someone else's. Here we go. What you're going to The Witcher IMDb? Is it already? Oh, oh it's yeah, already it's done. Oh, it's they've they've shot they finished this the highly first. Ant- oh my god! Oh, There's already a trailer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They've 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 already shot the first series. Is that Henry? First season. There's Henry. Oh, here we go. Joey Beatty. His name is, and he's um. He's a musician, and he'd also been in a couple of projects that the cast and director had already cast. I so thought his name was Dandelion. Him. Yeah, yes, yeah, Dandelion. It's the same character. They just have yeah, it uses a different name. It's like his nickname. Okay, that's annoying. But um, choose anyway, one, right? I was never going to win, but I feel like by doing something like that, I was running the risk of being really cheesy. But I think it paid off. I think that you season should do Season two, it. you know? Season two. No, I think when you really care about something. I think in, in the room there's etiquette and you have to worry about their feelings. Sure. But when you're making your own tape. Do what you want to do. fucking go for it. Yeah. I think that's incredible. And you think of people like um, uh, uh, Josh Brolin who he got like, um, he got uh, the Coen brothers to tape his, or no. You know, he, he was on set for something else and he got like Spielberg or somebody to tape his tape for the Coen Brothers movie that he serious? ultimately got. And it's like, you know, imagine them opening the file and it's like, I don't know. I, Steven I, Spielberg and action. Yeah, directed really. by Steven Spielberg. And it's just lit to perfection. And he's, you know, he like, it's like a slow fade up. Here's the thing. And I think this is, I think you're correct. Completely correct. I think when it comes to self tapes, and this is quite good advice actually for any aspiring actors to listen to. I think when you go into a room, don't be weird shit. Just, know, know your sides for yeah. a start. The amount of people I see taking sides in with them. It's terrifying. Oh, you're a fucking idiot. Yeah. Give up. Give up. If, you, if you're taking sides into an audition. Although I'll say in New York, there's a different kind of etiquette where you, you, bring, you always bring the sides, even though you're memorized. You're fully memorized, but you always hold it to remind them that it's not the full finished performance. Okay. Uh, but I think in LA, it's different. That's interesting. Isn't that interesting? Yeah. It's, it's like just, so. It's like a mental thing. It's like a... Um, it's to remind them. Yeah. It's, subconsciously, they're going, okay. Well, I mean... I. Don't get me wrong. I might have the size of my pocket and then sure. I'll be just double checking over yeah, them before yeah. I go in. But once I go in the room, just be they memorized. Go, Do you need the size? I just go, oh, no, no, I'm good. And I put them down. Yeah. How good can you be if you're not memorized? There you go. You know? Yeah. And how are they going to ever work with you if you can't learn a couple of pages or even four or five pages of They can't work size. with you. Yeah. They're just, like, well, this motherfucker won't be able struggling. to do longer than a third of a scene sure. without yeah. us having to cut. Yeah. But then for the self I do like that idea. I, I'd always looked on other people who've done really, you know, outfits or try and do something very stylized i'm a bit like you're trying a bit too hard and that makes you look less bookable to me in my mind because it makes you look like not a professional actor who's very busy doing lots of things and just going oh i've prepared the size i'm gonna do a good read it's all about perception and if they perceive you to be desperate then it's there you go it's over for you however going all right this is a particular character actually going all right you know what this would work better like imagine it's a, a fucking you know he's a he's a bit of a geezer and he's talking he's talking out about blah 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 blah. Maybe go down to like a corner shop or do the whole do the tape walking completely walking along going nah but I understand what you're as trying long to as you have you know good I mean? lighting like, yes. really give it yes the lighting is very important and that's Which, hard too although in L A you go outside you've actually probably got better lighting you than most of, you rooms you probably look inside. amazing yeah it's true yeah but I you know and I told you this earlier before we started but I have to say I think it's brilliant. You tape the phone to the window. And you're you're blown out. You you look stunning because it's the window light, and then you tape your sides next to the phone. You look like you're off book, it, in a pinch. If you don't if you don't have time How to memorize the lines. How big the sides though? And also if it's multiple pages, you're really close to the then phone. You're gonna start like that, and you're gonna be going, yeah, no, I. 
And then your sight line changes. I remember when I first saw her face. You do the Matthew McConaughey where you're thinking. Oh, yeah. All right, all right, all right. Well, that's it. Actors have these. So we were discussing this before we started. That actors oh, was that before these. we started? Sorry. I think so, wasn't it? I don't know. It's all blending together. We had so much point. fun. Know. Who knows? Who cares anymore? I don't remember when we about when you. we started. It's just about our love. It's about us. It's not about me. It's about it's where about the us. It's about us. It's about I don't know the song. Uh, is it? It's about faith. It's about trust. It's about... Is it? Who it's is bit, that? It's a bit gaudy, isn't it? Is that somebody who's dead now? About God, yeah. Was it... Lisa left I love <laughs> Is it Whitney? Is it Whitney? No. Is that, no, it was like a it's pop girl. It's it's yeah, it's like someone. It's not like A-list pop. It's like Sierra or something. No offense to Sierra Obsessed. I want to know, um, as a gay actor. Yes. Have you predominantly played gay characters? First I have. Of all? Yeah. Um, and this is because it works both ways, right? So I think straight actors should be able to portray gay actors, uh, gay, gay characters. Yeah. And gay actors should be able to portray straight characters. Sure. And that should be part of the process of performing something you're not. Yes. That should be enjoyable. Yeah. And it's fun when you see somebody who's, you know that their persona is not what they're portraying in the show. It's like exciting to yeah, watch. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Um, does it get frustrating though that you may be brought in more often than not to, oh, well, this is a gay character. Let's, yeah. you know, let's bring in Max to audition for it. You know, I'm not, I don't think I'm at that point yet. I'm still so excited to be like playing bigger roles. Right, yeah. I you know, sometimes my mom says to me and this kind of annoys me when she well, anything your mom says, right? But Yeah, your goes, mom especially. Yeah, my mom is she's famously the worst. Um, I mean, she's that. very loving. No, she's the best. Just and she's very nags pretty. all the time. She does and and to you, which is so weird cuz she doesn't know Doesn't even yet. know me. She I just know. sends me DMs on Instagram yeah, all she, the time. I know. And then she unfollows, and you're yeah. like, "Okay, you're obsessed with me." I was like, messaging about, like, "Why do you unfollow me?" Right, and then she follows. And she's back. like, "Well, you cut your hair, and I'm not, I'm not trying to tell you how to do your industry, Jeff, but you were infinitely more unique and bookable for that reason, and now you look like everyone else." She likes weird. She like prefers kind of, and it feels like you're trying to conform. And she, it, she was on to that. Like she could. You know see what? That she has a point. Away. I should reach out to her again. Yeah, you should talk to and her and apologize because I sent some harsh words. I sent her some gifts. I think. Oh, did just you? Like, you don't fucking know me. Gifts, just things from like. From BT shows, just right. like sassy women on a couch, just yeah. being like, uh-uh. She might have appreciated that, actually. It was a finger one. There was one that was just a finger going. Yeah, I think that she might have heard that more Something. than anything else. Yeah. So I think you might be speaking her language in any case. But she says to me, um, so she's like, do you think... Threat. He's got improv as well, ladies and gentlemen. I really don't. She, Whenever I'm called upon to improv, I'm like, oh, I'm tired, you know. But it's, it's my mind doesn't work that quickly. But she goes... Um, she goes, uh, do you think you're always going to play gay roles? Or like, do you, do you think that's all you can play? I really think you can play more than that. Wow. You know, and it's like, well, I don't really think about it until you say that. And Also, I'm playing the roles that I'm being given. Yeah. And also, I still don't see enough. Uh, there are, It's not like there are so many gay characters that I'm bored of it. I still think it's really interesting to see it because sure. there aren't that many. Also, it's interesting to play gay characters in a different way than how they may previously have been portrayed. Well, that's true. And I think normally that's... Normally it's like, hello! You're right, exactly. You know? and, I, and sometimes people ask me to do that in auditions and I'm not so good at it because yeah. I'm not good at kind of being... Like larger than I kind of well, just have to be my weird self. Particularly effeminate, by the way. Like in just well, your yeah, day to day, I, I am in some ways, but I, I'm just everything. I'm just both. Yeah, right. Some ways. Yeah, thighs. <laughs> Mostly in the thighs. If, if the acting is all from the thigh area, but then again, so am I. Clearly, the way I sit, you know, Got I a little I bit definitely, of lady thigh I, fat going on. Look at that. You cross like this. 
I do cross my legs sometimes, but I always have to lift the cock and balls. Do ball. you shave the thigh? I, I, I lift the cock and balls. I trim everything it's down quite on sparse. Me, but I, I lift my cock and balls up and I you let them to. nestle like a little, like a baby bird. They have to rest at the top. Yeah. There's also that exercise where if you're like this in exercise class, you have, they have to be resting a top. Leg raises. Because if they're stuck in between. No good. How are your leg raises going to be no optimized? Good. No good. No, um, I, I, I think I just, like it's like this thing where I, I would love to play any role still. And I You want to play a black role? <laughs> I don't. No. He, he can can the record show that he said that? That wasn't me. Yeah, that was definitely me. It was just a joke. It's like It's quite funny. I think that's quite a funny concept. Did Kate Blanchett do that? It's so ridiculous. It's such a ridiculous concept. Yeah. That that's okay. No, it could be beautiful. Look, anyway. I I I feel like there aren't I, there isn't a single role I wouldn't be excited to play. Yeah, and and if they're all gay, I would that would be fucking awesome. Do you think it's what do you think? Because um, I've I talked to Scout Derwood a little bit about sexuality and roles because she's yeah she's a you know a lesbian actress, what does and she, say? she hasn't always portrayed her own sexuality. She's portrayed straight characters too. Sure, um, and I think part of the joy of being an actor is getting to be something you're not. It's true. Like I'm really interested. I would absolutely adore playing a gay gay character. I got re- reached out to recently. Um, yeah, and plus it's an excuse to, you know, just let fucking loose. Dick and know, just like and just fi- and be able to excuse it to you know, right? A lady it's in my not life your fault. Like, hey, listen, it's like you're being held. It's at the role, point. babe. Yeah, but the, in the script it doesn't say that you actually no, have to perform the oral sex. I'm like, yeah, um, but I mean, I'm a method. Carry between the lines, like you're there obviously you not. I mean, I, I, but I do honestly, I think, look, for instance, um, we started watching, or I started watching, she's already watched it all, but uh, Pose. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So because good. of uh, now a mutual friend that I know called yeah. MJ, who plays the main character of Pose. She's I'm the so protagonist. I'm so excited to see MJ in Little Shop of Horrors at Pasadena Playhouse. Oh, really? My friend Mike that? is directing it, yeah. When's that? Um, in a couple months. Oh, or no, I think. Yeah. In, all right, well, I'm definitely no, going to go and see this, that. This if month. We can get it's this month. Oh, really? Yeah, you guys should try to come to, to opening with Absolutely. me. Absolutely, that'd be amazing. I'm obsessed because this casting was announced in New York for a production of Little Shop of Horrors, and it was quite white. And Who's she playing? She's playing fucking Audrey, dude. Okay, nice. It's so exciting because it's such a diverse cast. It's like uh, all. It's like all, like a lot of gay people in the cast. Sure, sure, sure. And it's like and trans, I'm guessing. Sure, I mean, it's diverse in every way you can imagine. Yeah, and it's not a necessarily gay show, but. It is because it's campy and it's like gay people are obsessed with it. And it's Little Shop of Horrors. I mean, we did that when I was a kid. Yeah, and it's absolutely a wonderfully camp show. Like it's, it's the best. Yeah, but um, so this cast in in New York is quite white and almost feels retro. And then this casting was announced like the next day. Yeah, and everybody is on the internet like the was Wiz like, Fuck. "To the Wizard of Oz." Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So I'm excited. Anyway, so, so you're, the you're friends with be MJ for a start. Sorry. Just generally. <laughs> no, they have Jonathan Groff and they have some really good people in New York, of yeah. course. But this is so exciting. Yeah, it just feels more essential. I think if there was a sing-off, if there was like a sing-off for the races. And I think they're going to have one. Like, whites would lose that. <laughs> <laughs> it's a bunch of white people in this cast. And, yeah. you know. Also, and to have three black girls as the backup singers, it's like, do we even need to see that ever again? Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. It's like, I get it. It's a girl group. Yeah. It's like, I don't know. You know what I mean? Well, I started watching that TV show, Pose. So. And it was, uh, I, I was MJ's like, I was so like, good. I would adore to be in this show. Outside of the fact that I love the stylized nature of it. It's like watching a Dave LaChapelle 
photographed. Every scene. But in, every scene is very stylized, very stylized. In fact, but it was the guy who does American Horror Story has directed it, sure. correct? Ryan Murphy created it. So even though there's a couple of... Oh, he's the creator. So even though there's a couple of performances that are very weak, there's a couple of performers in there. Not MJ, so sure. we were okay. Yeah, there's yeah, a couple of performers that I'm like going, okay, you're, this is like your first time They're ever acting. They're quite green. Yeah, first time ever acting. Yeah. And I'm only on season one. I've been told that by season two, some of those performances really step up. I think they have, yeah. But... It's visually so engaging. MJ's brilliant. Yeah. And uh, and also I was watching going, I would love to be a part of the project like that as a straight dude who, don't get me wrong, I've definitely been part of the queer scene sure. when I was growing up. I was DJed in lots of gay and queer clubs. I like, want to hear about the so, London queer scene. I'm curious. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, we can talk about it yeah. at length. But I when, I when I used to DJ it, so I was very much part of that crew. I had lots of gay friends and trans friends and transvestite friends and drag queens growing up as part of my crew. Yeah. Very few lesbians, actually, because mm. they're not very sociable. <laughs> they want, they'll stay at home. <laughs> they must stay at home. Yeah. Um, so would I if I had a vagina <laughs> and another vagina. Can you imagine? Around. That's great. Yeah. I- um, but the uh, I, 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 I would love to do it because th- watching that series, I realize I'm learning more about trans people, especially, uh, which I still think is prevalent now, but trans people in the 80s. God forbid. Concept. Like, we feel like the trans movement is, is like now. It's so fucked up for them now. Imagine years. what it was like then. I know. Can you imagine? Now, don't get me wrong. I also still have I still have questions about trans uh, tra- being transgender and about um, what element of it is, 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 is body dysmorphia. Sure. What part of it is... is makes people happy when they go undergo changes versus how many people still, the suicide rate is still incredibly high yeah. with people who've undergone the full transition. Oh, interesting. So there's lots of questions I have about it and I'm not, I haven't found any finite answers. However, I did not know 95% of the things that I'm learning by watching that show yeah. about the trans community, certainly not in the 80s, 90s and that kind of period. Unbelievable. So I would love to be a part of that project to understand that in the same way that I would love to play a gay character to learn more about the psyche of a gay man going through something in his life. That's the skill for an actor is to be able to p- p- portray a story that isn't your own because it's never your own because you're never that person sure. unless it's an autobiographical piece. And I think that's also why it's becoming less of a question for me because I think even if I were playing a straight person, he would be more interesting because I was gay and he, he might be, uh, I don't know if he would be uh, kind of um, a little bit more gay or if he would be super, you know, it's like he, he could be so many different things, yeah. maybe by virtue of the fact that I would be playing him. You know I would what be able to bring yet, more to him. Which needs to happen, even though it's happened in the print versions of a lot of things, is a superhero that is gay. Apparently that's happening. Oh yeah, yeah. There well, was Bre- this big Bre- audition. <laughs> I know, really. Captain Marvel. Oh, you didn't know? She definitely didn't. a lesbian. No, it's like. Well, there's been undertones of those kind of relationships. But there was a big audition, and it was like we want to. It was a Marvel audition. It was like we want to have an openly gay actor play this role. Nice. So I don't know. I don't know what Marvel project it is. It'll come out in 2025, probably. Yeah. But but um, that would see that that for me that'd be pretty fucking interesting. Yeah. You know, are I they going to pass on now that the mantle? You know, at the end of uh, Avengers: Infinity Wars, you know, um, Steve Rogers passes on his shield to his his black like co um co-star who's that who he plays the, well, the falcon doesn't he? he plays the falcon okay. character who becomes captain america in the comic books oh, damn. and that was like a big thing at the time like oh my god captain america is now a black guy right right and it's like no captain america is now the only person that captain america could be this american hero yeah who's been saving lives for fucking countless comic books yeah 
and, and that Steve Rogers of the is, torch. is has to pass it on, yeah. and he passed it on to the only person who could be Captain America because he is, he is, he embodies everything that is this American all-round hero. Dope. He happens to be black. Yeah. But who gives a fuck? Yeah. And that's that's interesting. Like, I have found you know, that comic book fans are quite uh, they're quite strict about. Like, they kind of freak out about casting choices, don't they? They freak out about casting choices of changing original storylines. But also changing, like, colors of actors and changing... Absolutely. They freak out a little However, bit. there's so much... They're not real fans. Right. Because the ones who are real fans know there is so much within the writing of Marvel and DC. Yeah. But so much within the writing of those comic books where characters have different sexualities they change race right miles morales is black super yeah. spider-man what a good movie yeah. oh by the way the best spider-man movie that's ever been released yeah. in my opinion I know. So you know into good. the spider-verse fucking aesthetically gorgeous the voice acting mind-blowing you know three or four different art styles all Just fusing stunning. together and so much. the storyline brilliant etc 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 amazing it's so fucking good it's but th- this is the thing is that if they're real fans of those that kind of world of art comic book art they should already know that changing things up in that way was you know was this especially someone like stan lee i know he was only really responsible for let's be honest about 30 percent of what was going on there was actually people who were bigger than him sure but they weren't how could he have come they weren't vocal, all of them well they weren't exactly and they he wasn't the vocal piece but he became the poster boy mm. but even for him i mean he's a jewish guy stan lee right mm. you know and, and he was they, they had a picture of captain marvel punching hitler when and as as a, as the leader of the Nazi party, when America was still an ally of the German Nazi regime, oh, love it. Prior to the World War, where they had to, you know, obsessed with that. Like, isn't that crazy? I love and everyone how- was in outrage. How can you have Captain Marvel punching the leader of this country that we're currently in support of? And it was because he went because that guy's a fucking sociopath. Yeah, it's pretty cut and, and dry. He wants isn't it? To, and then as time went on. Suddenly, they realized so it was almost like comic books. They were, they were, they were, they were, they were, fu- they were woke before yeah. people were woke. For because, want of a better phrase, I fucking hate that phrase. There were some phrase, people you know involved I mean. who were smart. There you go. Or some people who were underrepresented, yeah. or had to. It's just an interesting concept. So for me, I think that's we, we've now societally almost become so like only gay actors can play gay roles. If you're a straight guy, you can only ever play straight roles, and that's fucked. It does feel like nowadays people are regressing into this really strict way of thinking. I was just thinking about how Ralph Lauren, he he was originally named Ralph Lifshitz. And like, it's like the preppiest, most Christian fashion line. And it was done by this Jewish guy from the Bronx. I'm obsessed with that. It's like there are so many more blurred lines than people even remember or think about. It's like we're all the same. And you, you think of it whenever you think of like, all the gay people, like just so many gay people from history who you didn't even know were gay, you know? Yeah. It's like the guy, oh, who, invented, guy who invented the computer. You know? you know what I love more than anything is for every rapper in the world who's in the closet, and I'm pretty certain there's a number of incredibly high profile I have gay friends guys. who thought that Lil Nas X coming out was so about marketing. I thought it was so cool. I was so impressed with mm-hmm. that. Like that he I came didn't even out- know he came out. He's gay, man. He came out at the height of his popularity when he, like, like right around the time it was announced that he had the number one, I guess the longest number one song of all time or something. A black rapping cowboy. With incredible style. With incredible style, who loves a bit of cock. That's fucking wonderful. He's a superhero. Uh, uh, but, wait, what does he say? It's like, I'm a lot. 
horse riding and boobies. So he was he was playing a character. My life is a movie, horse riding and boobies. Maybe he just re- he just re- he just um, respects the booby. No, of course. Gives you I life, mean, gives you nutrition. I've been trying to build my boobies. Yeah, yeah, because they're what, kind of flat. What would be your ideal role tomorrow? You get told, "Hey, congratulations." Well, I, you know, I was thinking about that, and that's what I was trying to tell you before. Is that like I just want a a lead role, and it really anything would be so exciting to no, me. No, but you know what kind of genre there might be something. What are you really drawn? I'd to? I'd want it to be something I I couldn't even think of. You know. No, I mean, I, I would wanna, I would want it to be, maybe something really serious or something. So maybe playing a famous um, character th- from history. That I, that's not something I thought of. I th- something really almost boring, like something like um, some like a lawyer or somebody who works in an office, <laughs> like just the life of a like the small life of somebody who is typically not celebrated. You know. But then the story obviously yeah, goes around them. Just the story of a person. I don't know. That's kind of what excites Story me the most. Guy. Are you sure this is not just you caving to the pressures of Jewish parents Should and I? just going like, come on, you could be a lawyer. Well, I, I know. play a lawyer. Yeah, really. And he's straight, mum. No, my parents, finally were happy? Actors. <laughs> my parents were actors. They're totally... Oh, uh, really? Yeah. They're, they came to New York to be actors back in the day. And isn't it funny? Maybe that's a place, that's a way that we're very akin. Hmm. My mum, English and drama teacher. No way. In secondary school. Holy taught theatre study, English literature and theatre studies. What she taught. Oh my god! Loved theatre. Took me to the theatre every weekend. Oh. We used to go to the National Theatre once every couple of weeks. Was something that changed your life? Was there a performance that changed your life that you loved? I saw. Um, you just saw so many. An incredible. Um, well, it was it was Hamlet, but it wasn't Hamlet. It was the one man performance of Hamlet. It was called Alan Elsinore. Cumming? Elsinore, right? Oh, cool. And was it Alan Cumming or was it no? no it he didn't. It was Beth. David uh, David Tennant. Wow. Did uh, a one man. Very cool. Yeah, Hamlet, I think, and he—it was fucking astounding. It was mind blowing. Um, I watched. I watched. Uh, I watched my uncle in a in an English. He's a Romanian actor. He was a very famous Romanian actor. But I watched him perform wow. in a in a three hour, three and a half hour Hamlet once. No fucking way. Um, Romanian. Mm, he's he's the director of the National Theatre now in Romania. He was he was the ambassador of culture for many Your years. Your uncle. Yeah, he's like probably the moment. He's definitely the most famous actor in Romania. That's insane. Yeah, he's like. A, Tom Cruise. You can't fucking help your career? I mean, what's going on here? I mean, in Romania, sure. If I went out there, maybe. But I don't think he would either. He'd be like, work. Well, you'd be like, work. You could at least work at the National Theatre of Romania. I would love to go out there. If they ever had an English language season or something, if they ever fucking I would absolutely one. go out there for three months and perform oh, over a summer God. season. How good would that it be? It seems incredible there. Yeah. It's a beautiful country. Yeah. With great people. My, my mom's dad's Hungarian. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Basically Hungarian the same Jew, thing. Sort of. We like the same thing. Yeah. Both Macedonian, kind of a Macedonian Greek Orthodox. Yeah, that's not so So far. we're not remotely the same. No. <laughs> it's fine. We all come from the Illyrians, right? <laughs> Marauding across fucking right? Middle East. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then I'm also just white, you know? Bit of white. I've got yeah. a bit of that too. <laughs> but I, I, I feel like, um, yeah, that, I, she, even though she took me to all these things and instilled in me this deep passion for performance so from the age of three all i wanted to do was be an actor yeah i remember my first role was mcduff's son you know lady mcduff incredible son in when i was about six years old i was in an amateur dramatic theater performance of that and i played mcduff's son yeah in in the uk and um, not in london but yeah in london yeah but then what happened is my parents when i got to university college level 
and I wanted to go to drama school, they were like, get something to fall back on. Go and do an English degree. Did they? Go and do it. So I went and did English literature and theatre studies at university and fucking hated it for three years. Really? Did everything else except that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I wanted to perform. I wanted no, to just do practical. But it's still English practical. and it's still stories. But it had so little practical. <laughs> it was so little practical. And it was only through chance and auditions. And I managed to get into a Royal Shakespeare Company performance at the end of my university. Incredible. So oh that was God. the start of professional that work. That launched you. It didn't. But it was a start professional work. <laughs> well, I did one, you, I did we don't one show for a period of a couple of weeks. That's amazing. But in the same way that your mother is an actress and sure. was passionate about acting. They live vicariously through me. almost sometimes says things to you. You're like, did you really love this? Like, how can you say shit like that to me? I, I know. I think she just thinks um, she's obsessed with me and thinks I'm the most brilliant actor and she... Uh, wants me to play everything okay. so all right i have it i guess in a way i have been I, I, so it comes of, from a place of love and belief in you oh my god yeah she just wants me to be a huge star okay and i have i have like cornered this market on playing like like a gay bestie to a woman mm-hmm. and i it's been so fun but yeah I, I i wonder if there's something in what she's saying that i could take to heart and be like no i'm gonna actually do something different next time i'm not gonna i think you take that role are also a, a working actor exactly. who has a responsibility to pay his fucking rent I'm or so mortgage and, and succeed. And realistically, if someone offers you a job and it's a gay role, you're not going to turn it down on the principle of, well, I think I should really give a straight Well, that's what I'm saying. Not even now. gay roles, just, just roles where it's like the sidekick. It's like maybe, and I don't know what that means. I, I think if anything, it's just a, a frame of mind where I'm like, uh, maybe more ambitious in some way. I I think feel like I used to be more ambitious when Look I was younger. Look at someone like Zach Galifianakis though. Zach Galifianakis, I know it's called comedy, and you do a lot more drama. His career is a dream. But yeah, but there's a guy who plays the protagonist in multiple movies. My God, is he just unbelievable? And he's definitely not like, you would find him, you would uh, typecast him as the funny best friend. Sure. Which he did for a number of years. But he's quite, and now he's he's a protagonist. quite affectingly poignant too. Dude, have you ever seen Baskets? Oh, I'm obsessed. It's fucking incredible, Unbelievable. And Martha is so good too. It's a very, I mean, the the whole cast is amazing. I know. Oh my god! But then, who's the guy who plays the dad? Yeah, it's Louis. Uh, Louis um, wasn't wasn't he caught up in a little mom. bit of something lately? Oh, was he? Well, he was caught up in something. I don't oh, know, maybe I don't know who plays. The maybe dad. I'm accidentally me tooing someone who hasn't been. Out. Sorry, cancelled. Sorry, cancelled. Not yeah, my you've fault. Cancelled. That's it. You're out. <laughs> Sorry, I put that rumor. Out. That by the way, I would have to fact check that because I think I might be making that up. I just thought there was some story about him being a little bit sexually. It is interesting like, how how straight guys like when they're hitting on girls, they they're suddenly like, "Oh, sorry, am I me tooing you?" So they like put it out into the air now? before anybody else says it. So my hashtag almosting, <laughs> almosting. Well, they just say it so they can continue to then hit on you. I um that whole I mean I mean I feel like we're now going to this weird pendulum swing right now. Right, it was it's always inf- a infinitely this way, and everyone every man was a piece of shit and blah 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 blah, and then it kind of went. Then it was a bit of like, oh, actually, maybe some of these statements are not quite true and maybe some mm. of these accusations are false and that's come out and Is that blah, true? blah uh yeah i mean there was things like well it's, i think the start of that was the aziz and sorry story mm. where it was like this man did nothing wrong yeah got consent at all points throughout this date but what he was was a shitty day right it was like kind of everybody was so ready to um to you know run the car over him and then the brakes kind of went on well and, and then people like, went uh, bystanders went whoa, whoa whoa hang on this guy doesn't need to be run over. He didn't, yeah, he didn't do anything. It's kind of just the story of like a bad date. Yeah. It's like not fun, maybe for either party. Yeah. But I mean, it comes out of it that he actually came out like, but that was a start, I think. And then on a, you know, on a personal level, I know people who've, who have been 
um, in trouble because someone just decided they wanted to try and ruin their lives. Really? But then the law protected them. So, but then does if they had been performers, would their careers have survived that? Right. And the answer is probably no. Yeah. And now we get into a place where I think there's a huge amount of um, uh, back and forth because people are yeah. like, absolutely. Be I think an the back and, and forth is. I think a lot of the back and forth is because of how um, how strongly we condemned the first people we canceled because yeah. I think it can be dangerous when you think about how how much we condemn them as monsters but it's like we are all human beings we 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 could do anything that those people could do well it's when people pull up tweets from James Gunn from 10 years ago oh right and that try was and lose dumb. their job over that and that it happened pretty dumb didn't it and then even though he apologized he and deleted back, them previously he? and now he got his job back but also why was that even a thing? Why what? was there even a period where anyone? I think people condemn others because they. It's like you're evil and I'm good, and maybe if I take Virtue all my signaling, yeah, yeah. But also if I maybe, it's like I can I can put all everything in my head that I that might be evil. I can like put it onto Project you. Project it. Yeah, absolutely. It's like finding scapegoats in the culture. Yeah. Do you find? Your, do you find the process of being an actor in Hollywood yeah. and now the level you're at where you're doing big shows, I know you, you're no, I just, a small little cult thing, but you're doing a decent show with a very it's impressive... It's, no, this is a solid... Like, it's an amazing show. Mate, like, look, everyone is at different levels, right? Everyone is all relative to what you want. I'd kill for a fucking Netflix series I would, starring with Christina Applegate. I still and, would kill for this and, show. You know, I just, in term, when you say big... I, it sounds like a big production, and it feel it felt like a very intimate production. Okay, that's all I'm talking about. A successful Sting issue hit with your series. How about that? A successful hit series. Now that I can on get a, down on with. a major platform. I think that's accurate. There you go. A successful hit series on a major platform. When you get to that, like, do you are you are you at a point? Do you still enjoy being an actor, or do you think this job has now become so heavily influenced and almost marred by? All of the drama outside of the drama that should be happening on set. Mm. Is it frustrating to be an actor now? No. I mean, I think people say this, but I feel it so strongly that like everything around it is stressful and, and nerve wracking. And well, some, you know, sometimes you feel stressed, but the, the time in between they call action and cut is bliss. Don't you, you know, it's like, mm-hmm. that's just effortless. And so I like how you're going to say, don't you agree? But then you realize you were like, I don't even know if he's been working for a while. So I'll just, that's not what happened. <laughs> <laughs> you're like, don't you, uh, actually, I wasn't sure better, if you were going to agree with me. So I didn't want, I wanted I do you to agree with you. It's like, just that's it's the like only part up as well. The, the, the only time I'm happy generally in life. And then as really soon as happy you, is when I walk on stage and like the five minutes before or hell. Oh Yeah. And then when I come off stage, I'm immediately going, oh, shit, and fucking hand up. People were laughing throughout. They loved it. No, no, no. I didn't feel good about that bit. And could have had it. I was a bit slack, and I swore exactly. too much in that gag. Why would I do that? Blah, blah, blah. I know. That's exactly the way it is for me. And it's like, it's the only reprieve from from nervousness is when you're actually, when I'm actually doing it. God, it's great, isn't it? It's so fucking great. I am. Um, but I've been lucky, and everything I've done has been really kind of easy and effortless just because everybody's been cool. How long have you been in Hollywood? Well, I've been here for a year. Wow. But I've I've done a lot of stuff. I like did a I did a pilot before the before Dead to Me. And that was so fun with Diablo Cody. She wrote it. Who's that? Um she wrote um uh uh, uh what's it called? Um about um the girl who's pregnant and she she has the baby. Juno. Juno, yeah. 
which is so good. And she did Young Adult with Charlize Theron. Oh, nice. Okay, yeah, Which yeah. I absolutely love. And she did the more recent one with Charlize Theron about um, she has a baby and she, she's a little postpartum depressed. And um, anyway, it's excellent. One, yeah. And Oh, she has a, a young woman come and help her. Um, I, know, I know what you're talking about. It's just excellent. Anyway, everything she does is brilliant. But so she wanted a, a family sitcom. Right. And we were all there like, really? You wanted to have a family sitcom? She's like, oh, it's been my dream forever. And also, it's been my dream to earn residual checks on a show <laughs> that runs my dream. for 24 seasons. We really were, we wanted to do it for the rest of our lives. Uh, we were so excited. It was Donald Faison from Clueless, Yvette Nicole Brown from Community, brilliant Broadway actress named Leslie Margarita. We, we wanted to do it forever. I turned down a sitcom at the end of last year for Nickelodeon. Did you really? For a five-year contract. Why? Because it was so it's restrictive. Yeah. It was like, any you, stand-up you do on TV, we have to okay the material. Wow. Anything you write for five years, we have first refusal to produce. You. Yeah, it's like, and I understand that. Yeah. Fair play. I'm not, I'm not angry with them. Yeah, sure. Because you have to- That would be a conflict the, of interest. Yeah, you've got to do the contracts you want to do. I yeah. get it. And it's a children's network. And if you're so talking about you eating ass, you know. Yeah, this podcast would probably have to disappear into <laughs> the ether immediately. Yeah, I think they'd probably ask me to delete all the episodes. <laughs> so we reject, we, we turn it down and then they audition a load more guys and then they brought me in again and offer more money. Stop. And for the same contract. But honestly, how dope. Did you feel so cool? Um, I feel like a little regretful about turning it down. Sure, of course, you're going to feel a little bit of that. But it didn't get picked up for a season. Oh, thank! I mean, how? But beautiful. also, if I'd been in it, <laughs> true, it, it would have gone, gone clearly. But also, it your regret now is nothing compared to the regret you would have felt if you absolutely. Could. If I'd watched the guy who played the dad in the sitcom <laughs> just go from strength to strength, become one of the most successful actors of all time. But here's the deal: it's like no, you wouldn't be able to do stand up. I mean, it would it's just such be- a weird thing because that's a job. It might, if someone came and said to me, "We want to give you a, a sitcom." The Jeff Leach fucking everybody. Ready. Everybody is mildly interested in Jeff. Ready for you. Yeah. It's a good title. And I go, yeah, thanks. And I go and do the show. I don't know if I would like that. Yeah. I think a sitcom would be, um, I don't want to shoot myself in the foot. Well, I'll, I'll, t- I'll, I'll try to change your mind a little bit because yeah, it please, was, it's me. like the most ecstatic experience of my life. I mean, as a, as a, as a live performer yourself, it's like you're in a play. But you only have to do it once. You don't have to like settle into a run. It's uproariously hilarious. And then the audience is screaming for you. And you can do the kind of tiniest little thing. And they pick up on it because it's caught by the cameras and they're yeah. watching a screen. So you don't have to like project or emote or anything. And then they give you a like a um, alternate line. When, after they call cut, and it's even funnier. It's yeah, like yeah, yeah. it's like the best. It's like the best experience of being in a play with none of the bullshit. Fuck. It's so and also, look. Ray, Ray Romano, right? Sure. When I first moved to New York City, mm-hmm. other than Seinfeld, I'd say Ray Romano is probably the most famous sitcom actor maybe of all time. Or maybe Tim Allen, Cheers. too. Yeah. Tim Allen, Home Improvement. Yeah. Uh, yeah. No, yeah, fair. Ray. Ray's That's fair. Bigger. But Ray, I mean, everybody loves Ray. Yeah, it's fucking huge. It's huge. It's still played in every country around yeah. the world yeah. on constant repeat. Right. And it's like astounding, astounding work. Mm-hmm. He did that for God knows how many years, right? maybe seven years yeah. of, of, of it. He's still racking in. He come in. It's all right. I won't pick it up. I like how okay. quiet you're trying to be. And trying to like, rack, he's trying to like, uh, you know, he, he gets his millions and millions and millions of dollars of checks every year just for having done that show years ago. Yeah. And he now has been in, you know, vinyl. I know it didn't pick up as a sure. take off, but he, he's been starting to do these cool projects. Vinyl. I think he's in the new Scorsese movie as well, right? 
he's he's the getting Irishman? to do he's yeah the Irishman he's getting to do all these really fucking you're cool like now he's bit. free he's like he did that racked in the money bought the fucking mansion paid for his kids schooling twenty times over it was had, what like a decade of life. his life exactly for a decade and then went. I'm a good actor. And he is a really good actor. And then he's like, I'm a good actor. I'm going to now go and do the projects that I want to do. Yeah. But in no way am I, I like, I would do it. I feel like I would do it forever, but I don't know. Maybe I would, you know, maybe I'd be a curmudgeon at the end and be like, how old are you? Fuck out of this. And you think of Constance Wu, who's like, Oh, get me the fuck out of the show. How old are you? I'm 34. You're 34. Okay. So yeah, yeah, I'm 35. Yeah. Oh, actually I'm 34. Fuck. Why are you aging yourself? Don't say you're 35. Am I 35 now? Are you Pisces? I'm born 1984. I'm 35 now. You're 35. I thought I was 35. You just thought you were 34 for a good I just 30 tried seconds. To, tried to youth myself up. Are you Pisces? No, Aquarius. Oh, close to me. I can swim. I'm March. I'll swim. You in can here. swim inside of me because I'm a fish. Like that anus on Hollywood's Boulevard. Yes. I'll swim back inside You'll swim of up you. Up inside my fish's rectum. But at th- I'm, I'm, if I look at it, I go like, "All right, look, the days." Because it's funny working out these things and what we really want to do and yeah. marriage making a marriage between that and what we can do and what we should do and etc there's three so things true. for an actor here's what we should do so i can pay my fucking rent i can live and i can continue doing this thing i love doing yes. for the rest of my life here's what we could here's do. what i could do if i had the opportunity and how do i, I find know i could do it I'm and here's what amazing. i want to do in an ideal situation yes. those are three different things sure and realistically at the age of ripe old age of 35 mm-hmm. I go, I am never going to be the young, handsome lead male. Right. I can be I the handsome still have lead a shot. male in I think- his 30s, but I'm not young enough to be the, the but, young pinup. Like, no, no there's never going to be a time where 22-year-old girls but the male stars, are sitting at home with pictures of me on their wall. I don't think that that's true. I think that male stars are christened at like 40 now. Oh. I think you still have that's a shot. That's a George Clooney effect, right? Yeah, it's George and it's, uh, you know, Jeremy Renner. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. Got his first job at like 35. That's anyway. true. But here I'm looking at it and I'm going, but what I have accepted, I've gone, all right, well, even though there's there's certain things I can do to try and get the roles I want to do, yes. aesthetics, changing that, mm-hmm. but also, and trying to get fitter and blah, blah, blah. Sure. If I want to play a superhero, look like one. Yeah, might as well. But also, if I did get opportunity, like often an opportunity like that, maybe I should go, you want to be a professional actor, really want that to be your bread and butter, take, take the fucking sitcom, bro. Take the goddamn sitcom, Take the man. sitcom, do it. Knuckle down. You also could learn so years, much. Learn. Be on set every day. Build relationships. Work your ass off. Earn some fucking serious money. No, and I then don't. when you come out of that, go, right, now I'm going to get my friends and we're gonna, you're going to play a straight character. Exactly. All <laughs> of our, yeah, like, right. Do you know what I mean? Max will play straight. I'm going to take all my talented friends. We're going to write our own movie yeah. and we're going to just fucking shoot. We'll get a studio behind flick. us. Do a nice little indie flick. Or, sure, know? yeah, it could be an indie, we, but we could get money for it too yeah, because you're there famous you now. Yeah. All really oh, right, you could thing. use your own money. You could be like self. So what you're saying is, I should have taken the job. No, no, no. Under no circumstances, I don't think you should have done the Nickelodeon job. No, I think it's brilliant that you didn't. And like the fact that you booked that, you're going to get another one. It's so clear that you shouldn't be doing that. I mean, it's been a few. It's been a few months. It's I mean, been eight that's, months. that's a very kind of particular situation. I don't think most people find themselves in that situation. Yeah. And you then you look at the guys on the Nickelodeon show, and it's like the life has gone from their eyes. I mean, that's different. And, and you know. I wonder if you could get bad habits too from being in a huge, like lar- like a fucking cartoonish Disney or Nickelodeon sitcom. Yeah, I mean, as much as I love that's so right. Ra- oh no, that's the a show was well written actually. I I I, I really I really love the writing of the show. Well, that doesn't matter. Nobody really would have ever premise. seen it. So. I don't know how much I should say about it, but like I really like the writing. I really because they might develop the project. Was it like a young time. woman protagonist? Um, there was actually there were kids. Mm. 
and their stories. And um, there was a, it's actually one of the first Southern Asian female, Absolutely. young female characters in it. Yeah, it was great. It was like it was doing new things. It was representing girls and boys who hadn't been represented necessarily sure. before. And it was a really cool premise. And I really, I really like lots of, I, I would have loved to do the project. You would have enjoyed it for said, a good season. Do what you like with your stand up. And if you write stuff, that's I can't yours. see how you could have made that work. No, I, I, I just think don't so. think that's possible. But this is what I'm saying. Maybe you just go, hey, for five years, I'm not a stand up. I'm a successful TV actor. No. Wait, are you really? And how much money can you really make at Nickelodeon? <laughs> Nickelodeon is not going to buy no, you a yacht. Am I right? It was just a funny turn of phrase. Like, are you really good? Successful TV actor. That's right. No, I'm really asking. I don't know. I mean, I don't know what's a good rate for a fucking episode. I don't know if Nickelodeon. I I bet they had you over a rock. Let me let me me do it like. Are you going to put down a piece of paper? Okay, no, that's pretty good. That's That's good good. for now. Yeah, for when starting out, it's really good. Yeah. Okay, I didn't know. Wait, but that's 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 that's. I know, and then three zeros after. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know. Impressive. I'm happy. Yeah, not. (laughs) Okay, you should have done it. Yeah. Just no. that, that that total. Can you imagine? <laughs> Point zero zero for the whole series. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Technically, I'm paying them. No, it's one lump I sum, which I love. Cab, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, I well, I'm glad. It's nice to get advice from I someone also, who's further along in their career. You know, I think advice. That's nice. Yeah, I'm really giving you advice. No, you are. You no. are. You're giving me insight and advice. I think. Look, I've I've been very fortunate in the last six months especially or actually mm, two three months especially to make um friendships with three actors that are that very well now yourself included but this is what i'm saying i'm very honest about relationship we have a very new friendship that's just starting this is the longest conversation we've ever had that's true so but it's a start it's great and it's wonderful and something i'd like to build on honestly thank you but i think because i'm already ready so i'm glad you're you're ready glad you're finally ready embracing it okay i've parted the butt cheek Mm. But you're already in there. I've parted my my bush. You already sprayed me with the the liquid of friendship. I did, and now you're finally opening your mouth to and let it. And finally, yeah. I'm the child who's yes. <gasps> in awe and just witnessing it for the first time, going, "Oh, <laughs> Dad, this is so hot. I'm gay. I'm gay now. <laughs> sorry, but no, don't be sorry. I'm <laughs> no, because you were I'm, talking. Well, no, I was just going to say that I've been very fortunate to make a couple of friendships with people who I would only ever have dreamed previously of knowing. Or Obsessed having an opportunity that. to meet, and then finding out That's they're powerful. very down to earth people. They have all of the insecurities, issues, problems that I have had or am dealing with, or whatever. And that and never they, fails to surprise, they, does it? Doesn't it? It doesn't. It's I mean, wonderful because it's like, oh, thank goodness. Every time I think that I'll never be able to relate to this person, wow, another human being. Wow, it still boggles my mind. Who's um who's someone that whilst oh my god performing that has has re- just one. That really blew you away with the fact that you went, oh, God, I did a show with you've been through. It all. I did a show with Deborah Messing. Okay, she's one of my dearest friends now. I mean, she is the fucking coolest person. She plays Grace and Will and Grace. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ever heard of it? It's. I mean, I went to see a taping the other day, and it's just crazy to see my friend do this, like, give a legendary comedic performance. Yeah. it's history. You see. Because they brought back the TV series, right? It's back. And um, they my did buddy it for Derek Gaines, he, he's been on it a few times. Who's they, he play? The uh, police officer who was dating the, Sean Hayes? The black guy. Oh, who, okay, sure. <laughs> I honestly I don't, don't know, know what role online. he is, but he's a young black actor, cool. comedian, stand-up comedian. Amazing. From New York. That and sounds he, um, terrifying to be on that set. Well, he did one guest appearance. It sounds like really high tension. And it went tension. so well, they wrote him into a few more episodes. 
Well, That's he good, fucking right? nailed it, obviously. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I would be so terrified to be there because it's just all these incredible, just the most talented people and the most brilliant writers. But she is the fucking most down-to-earth, coolest person. And It's very... Um, it's very... I, I wanted to be her. I wanted inspiring to... to understand that the all the little intricacies of our of the mind of an actor, the insecurities, the self loathing, that they're the, truly universal, the, that they are really universal, and that it doesn't matter how the infinitely successful you actor. are. Um, Sir Patrick Stewart, by the way, is one of my favorite people on the entire fucking planet. I went to see a Q and A with him. Uh, BAFTA um, arranged a, a, a thing, and he was. Even now, talking about the frustrations, the insecurities, blah, 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 but saying like, yeah, I still feel that. And he's like, what, 70? And a literally living roles legend. That he wants? Just everything. Yeah. Everything. He was talking about everything. And when he was talking about the pr- being offered Professor X and stuff like that, and being like, I didn't really know what this was. And I was like, is this even going to be a fucking thing that people I called Ian. About? I said, Ian, what are you doing? Yeah, you exactly. do this? I mean- oh, nothing. <laughs> <laughs> I just have a beer at our pub. You know, they own a pub okay. together. They own a pub together. Why didn't you tell me this while I was in London? I could have gone Yeah, they've got a pub out in the... It's What's out, it called? It's a little bit further out. I'm not sure. It's okay. probably like... Probably the... The, the badger... Yeah. The, the, the badger and sword. The blooming onion. Yeah. No, not The that. queen's knickers. <laughs> yes, of course. It would be. The, but they have a little pub together. And they fucking sit at the end of the bar, like, at least once a week and just have a couple of jars of ale. <sighs> Legend. So they live a little out of town? Because I, so, I was yeah. walking by my friend's house in Kensington, and she said that um, that's where Robbie Williams lives, and that's where uh, Jim, uh, Jimmy uh, Jimmy Page lives. They live yeah. next to each other in these like two fortress like townhouses, Amazing. just in the middle of Kensington. I wonder if they ever like knock on each other's doors. I think they hate each other because they share a fence, and they're always getting each other's business. Do you reckon leaning over the fucking fence? And Robbie is like Jimmy. <laughs> Robbie's going fucking aliens coming, Jimmy. Shut up, Robbie. <laughs> I feel like they really He lived out here other. for a while Didn't he Robin Williams He moved to LA Sure he did I'm And sure he lived he in the hills And that's when he Genuinely had a moment Where he was like Aliens are speaking with me Or there's that aliens are coming Yeah And don't get me wrong Aliens exist I'm not an idiot Sure Do I think they visited Robbie Williams Like are you obsessed with yourself Calm down Yeah If they were going to pick anyone On the planet I don't Robbie Think Robbie's not Maybe they're huge fans of You know Britpop Everybody not I don't even know a single one. I just feel so good. Is that? I just want to rock DJ. Rock DJ. Now that was his first huge success. I want to get into song as a single, as a solo artist. Rock DJ. Okay. And he like wore like a tiger print thong in it. He was like, it was very hell yeah, very cool. I mean, he turns me on. It's crazy. And I've just got into him while I was in London. My anglophilia jumped out. Yeah. And I was real. I was looking at the take that stuff. I was looking at um, uh, girls allowed. Yeah. Great group. All the great 90s I pop love a girl artists group. and girl groups, boy groups. What about boy bands? Did you get into those, like the shit ones, like A1 and Blue? Never heard of either one. There you go. You, you but I can't wait. Deeper. You gotta, that's, that's the second tier. Do you, you guys have, have pedophil- that. Take that. pedophile managers who like molest their the boy group? That must yeah. have been. Because that's huge here. Must have been. Yeah. Louis Perlman, remember him? He he like preyed on uh, members of the of Backstreet Boys and NSYNC and... Other ones that weren't as popular. Really? Yeah, he's. I think he's. I'm not dead surprised. Now. He died. In I'm jail. not surprised. I feel like um, it's part of the fabric of our culture. I mean, speaking of that, actually, <laughs> that, and speaking of what we were talking about earlier on, when what the fuck has happened to like Weinstein? Like, do do we Is know? Does yet? anyone care anymore? If you told me he was dead now, I'd be like, oh, I didn't catch that. I wouldn't be surprised at all. 
why he, is is he like this is this is, is he issue. on an estate in this New Mexico? Is show is like, wasn't this guy the the most prevalent sexual predator of Hollywood that had ever come to? Or was life? he found guilty for anything yet? I don't even and know. This is what I'm saying. Yeah, he like all right. He's no longer with the Weinstein company, right? But isn't he? I think I think it's that the the trials are forthcoming. I don't think they've happened yet. But how long have they been forthcoming for? Well, because I I don't Would know. Would be that so they... wrapped up in red tape and legal red tape that it will never end up fucking happening. I, like, I don't know how many people press charges because they were afraid of him. And then I I don't. And then there was one huge um, group of women who who you know you said, yeah. made an allegation together, right? Yeah. I, it's like it's too long ago. It's been two months. I can't remember for the life of the, me. And this is this is the issues yeah. that I have with. Um, not just performers, but my own liberal, left-wing, democratic-minded camp is that we give us a, a huge fuck about something for a week. It's a firestorm, yeah. And then, what's the next thing? Oh, now Aziz Ansari it's true. ordered the wrong wine. And it does feel like displacing your own anxiety onto someone else. It's like, maybe we should see through ensuring that Weinstein's banged up behind jail forever. I would like to check that out. We yeah, should we look should. into that. We've got to do some fact-checking, yeah. don't we? Jeffrey Epstein really got it, though, didn't he? He got it, but got it I don't quickly. think he gave it to himself like every, no, like, he, he like it was reported. I right. mean, that motherfucker yeah. definitely was offed. Yeah. Definitely off. But what's amazing is that his money couldn't save him in a way that in ways that Harvey seems like it's saving People him. People think... They say, I'm, now we're going on to conspiracy theories, okay. and we're, we're already almost at an hour and a half. I could talk to you for another three hours. I feel like it's been 30... Thirteen. Minutes. Me too. What we're going to do is we're going to wrap it a minute, an hour thirty, because the episodes are normally an hour long. Can we have and to? Then I'm going to have you pick back up on. some more topics. I'm going to have you back on. I would love it. Um, but here's the deal: with regards to Jeffrey Epstein, people think that billionaires are all powerful. You know, you Jeff Bezos. You think blah, you can blah. get off? Amazon is owned by a parent company, an umbrella company, and that company is owned by a higher tier umbrella company. I don't think I knew that. Je- Bezos is one of the most wealthy guys in the world that we know about. Yeah, think about the guy who owns him. This is what I'm saying. There's there's, there's about... I'm, I'm definitely a conspiracy theorist. And, and it's not even a conspiracy. It's like I, I've done enough digging that, and, and researching that I can't conclusively prove everything. There's really just two companies, right? No, that, well, there's, there's about six or seven families around the world. Right. There's a Japanese one. There's an old Nazi gold. No, there's an old Nazi gold family. There's a Russian czar family or old. They used to be part of Russian czarist culture. And each of them own a monolithic company. Rothschilds is the one in America. Blah, blah, blah. And they own everything everything in the world from the top tier down. So if you worked it out, you go, what well, is this, this website company, that I can read up on this? I mean, m- multiple websites, but you, you'd also have to then go, okay, well, let's look at something like Amazon. If you dig deep enough, you can find out who the parent company that owns Amazon is. Yeah. And then they're basically every advertising company in the world is owned by about three different companies. Sure. But then it goes down to that one, which is a huge marketing. And they're always something else like, uh, you know, um, fine FinTech limited. Right. That owns... 12 different huge yes. monoliths. Something that in Those monoliths, Beijing. each of them own uh, 20 different huge marketing advertising agencies. Right. And one of those owns BBH, which is probably recognized as one of the biggest commercial companies in America. Right. But there's three stages above that. Do you see what I'm saying? Yes, yeah. So when someone like Jeffrey Epstein gets fucking offed, it's because people at the top go, oh, yeah, yeah, we don't want him talking about anything. Right. Um, someone's getting paid. He's sacrificial lamb. 150 million to turn the other way whilst one of our guys walks through a door. But he's also, I mean, he's close to what we 
can see is evil. I mean, he's... He, oh, Jeffrey Epstein was a, a horrendous you have to cut him piece loose. of shit who thought he was beyond the but you're saying that the exact same thing is law. happening on a higher level. I just think there's people above him. Yeah. I don't think. I know there's people sure. way above him who, if they wanted a fucking child flown out to an island... They just oh. buy the island, and that's what we're saying, right? Is that it's the fabric? Then, it's the fabric of what we. It's we were standing on this ground, and it was created by absolute slaves. Power is absolutely corrupting, and when you have that Indeed. much wealth and power, that you know, if you got picked up for any crime, you make one phone call. That phone call then trickles to, to the to the mayor, to the chief of police, to the. So you're saying there was someone who could have just, saved him? Is that what you're saying? Oh yeah, but they didn't want to. Like, I don't know if they could have though. I don't know if the if if the no no, fires... no one at the top wanted to save Jeffrey Epstein. Right. As soon as he fucked up, they they he he what he should have done is uh, not fucking ferry children around to be fucked. Yeah. But and I'm not saying that right. There could be people who are these infinitely powerful people who have positive out ideas for how they could develop society. But why would that ever be in their interest? Right. Because the more controlled we are, everyone used to have a side hustle as a way to make a bit of extra cash to go on that holiday with their kids. Sure. Now, everyone has two jobs. You have your normal job and then you have your fucking lift driving job or you your producing job or your bit of side work. I have friends or- in theater, in off-Broadway theater in New York who also have waiter jobs. Yeah. Can you, can you believe that? Well, shit? I have a podcast voiceover work acting auditions and, and oh, you know, voice concerts, as actors stand up comedy producing two different shows a CBD business that's my side gig do you really? yeah you have to tell me about that but you see what I'm saying that's like six jobs yeah and that's just to afford a $1,600 month rent those in are Hollywood. just hobbies yeah. yeah yeah I got a shitty 2001 Toyota Corolla like, I'm not I'm not like killing it no man but it's just it's it's just crazy because when when you know someone like Jeffrey Epstein gets offed, it go the world thinks, hey, even billionaires will get taken <laughs> down by their other billionaire mates. No, like no, no, he's no. the exception. To they the think role. they think that fucking Donald Trump or Prince Andrew or one of these other pieces of shit who definitely fucked a fourteen year old go on an island once. Yeah, they think one of them offed him. Nah, absolutely nah, not. Nah, nah. They never could have. Nah, nah, nah. It was two tiers above when we need to make that disappear. Don't worry, we'll manipulate all of the news media outlets, which we own from mm. top down. They own Murdoch. Right. So he's, he's up but there. But don't you think in a way they they uh, they didn't have to really do anything? Because it, it, don't you think it organically, the, the press around him? Really? No. I think they, I think, I think every facet of everything that we do in is life orchestrated is orchestrated by a higher power. Or, absolutely. Wars, international conflict, orchestrated. That's why there won't be a nuclear a nuclear war because those people at the top literally control from the top down everything that happens it's like a big game of risk for them and they know they go well look we have conflict over here because if we have conflict over there that means we can ferry drugs in from over here without anyone even knowing it's going on well i I agree that there are people orchestrating it all but there's no one person orchestrating it over them so these people are all just trying to they're they're figuring it out as yeah, best they well, can there's, too. I mean, it's often, they're always called the Illuminati. There's no master plan, though. Uh, yeah, the master plan is to be all powerful, <laughs> be all controlling, and immensely wealthy. Yeah. And I, I don't mean just like wealthy, like you've got billions and trillions of dollars. I'm talking about all, you, the, nation, all the world's wealth. You have all the world's wealth yeah. split between about six different organizations. Yeah. 12 people. Sounds dope. No, it doesn't at <laughs> all. I don't want that. I, I, in no, you know what? 
it's a human desire to go, that sounds dope. And there's a part of me that absolutely goes, wouldn't that be dope? But then another part of me goes, God, think it no. Does. Because you would hope if you had that immense power and wealth, you would channel it and funnel it into creating space programs to explore the cosmos. Well, that's the thing. And then uh, didn't... Um, they wouldn't. Jeff, Jeff Bezos's uh, former wife, she, she, she um, said that she would give all of it away. Oh, did she? Yeah. Her half of the fortune? Yeah. She, she what's the word? She... Um, be a she, phil- philanthropist and but she stood away. in front of a podium and she she promised she she oathed to give it all away really to bequeath it all to charities really yes has that happened yet they've gone through the final it's a good question it's a nice thing to say behind a podium i mean but yeah it's really it's like the perfect thing to say it's what i would say as well yeah but then different I, thing to do it i, I bet know. she'd probably stick a little bit in a trust fund Right, she has kids, doesn't she? Kids, and also just you know. But she probably gets enough money from you know him every year, so. Jesus, yeah, that's true. Yeah, it's fine. Fuck, I wish I'd married. I have a story Bezos. about about um one of the cast ma- members of Friends, but I can't tell it on the on the pod. Just something about like a paycheck. Oh, Wayne, you're killing people. Just like now. how I know, I'm sorry, but ju- like I won't. But you're gonna I, tell me directly afterwards. Just like the broad strokes of it is that like he talked about he. Okay, so that narrows it down. So, <sighs> Male cast member. Joey Tribune <laughs> had that he was like a fourteen-year-old on Jeffrey. Epstein that he was surrounded by background actors on a new show, and he was like, "God, these checks I get every year, like I truly don't know what to do with them." At a certain point, like this year, I just put it in a drawer. I didn't even cash it. And there are people around him who are like, "Fuck <laughs> you, dude!" Oh, yeah, God. yeah. That's imagine this check. Yeah, and it's just in a drawer. Yeah, that hurts. Yeah, that's Illuminati behavior yeah he would definitely if he got up there he would definitely he'd definitely have a fuck island oh my god he would do a great job but we're not talking about which one it was we're just saying no 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 no. yeah it's definitely not jennifer aniston though do you think that those people have access to the illuminati and they can like no. have meetings with them no why you don't think rihanna could no oh i think that she has access no 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 she's only i she's think they t- want glamorous people rihanna is two tiers above us two she's two two yeah so she's Jeffrey Epstein's level. Well, she's world. She's globally famous, and earns a ridiculous amount of money. So Ed, what Ed Sheeran? Oh, right. Ed, Ed, look, Ed Sheeran was the the highest grossing touring musician last year. Sure, because it's just him and a fucking guitar. Clever boy. <laughs> really Clever boy. Yeah. Uh, no fucking expenditure on show. Fabulous. Whatever. No set. Yeah, maybe a big. Uh, probably a big screen behind him, so sure. people at the back can just about see him. Yeah, yeah. His little ginger face. He's mm-hmm. like, he actually doesn't have a screen, so he can get his brother to do it. And then, there you go. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They film him backstage. So, oh, right. The but idea. Someone like that, right? Incredibly wealthy. But I mean, he's just, all he is is a, a more successful, globally known version of us. He's the level up. You're right. But then, so actually. But when you have influence, don't don't those Illuminati members want. They don't give a fuck. To, they we, don't give a fuck about what's going on because they know they could manipulate the charts they, they don't care about things like the charts they they will they manipulate, don't need anything they'll manipulate how interested in the arts people are right during times of because that's how you push people towards war mm-hmm. when out of conflict comes a desire for arts again yes so that's why we're thriving right now performers protest. and tv and you know actors and musicians and comedians it's actually a good time that all these fucking lunatics are you know swinging their dicks their micro dicks over red buttons at the moment. Do you think Donald Trump was was created like just for, like how early was he created? By I the- think Trump is two tiers down from those people because his family have no, always no. been incredibly wealthy. I'm going with but that. They're I'm not s- quite Rothschild but they, wealthy. Did they create then- him as a? Did they create him as an idea of a as a dictator? 
oh, yeah, yeah, very absolutely. early on. Absolutely. But I wonder I how far has... back that idea goes. Oh, I think I think he I think there's two things. I think they picked him because he already had a lot of the horrendous ideologies that he has. Yeah. I think he is just an old white racist who fucking, you know, wants sure. to be able to just grab women's pussies whenever he likes and yes. blah 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 blah. But did they choose him as a candidate? Absolutely. Yeah. And then I think I think people I think they talked to people the tier above him who's you know a couple of tiers below them him. and said it's time for this man to do this let's put this in let's mix this shit up and somebody put it into his brain becoming people are becoming a bit too fucking aware of their situations let's throw him into the mix let's make everyone think that everything is a lie now fake news you don't think there was any fake surprise news, news, to how news, it came news. how it unrolled no surprises nah fuck no nah 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 and i think they just went here's a man with ego who would love to be president and who thinks that's the thing he can do let's make that happen it's almost you're almost religious in your belief in these theories. Yeah, a little bit. So you Maybe. actually are a Christian. I'm a Christian. <laughs> I'm a born-again Christian. You're born again, finally. I'm a born-again conspira- conspiracy theorist. Cons- conspiracyian. Illuminati. I'm a conspiracyian. And we live in the city of, of Scientology. Welcome to the church of conspiracy. No, you've converted me, you know. There you go. Well, it's welcome. beautiful. Thank you. And that means, like a priest, any good priest... We're going to fuck. We're going to fuck. <laughs> like any good priest. What a wonderful way to wrap up the podcast. <laughs> and well, we're wrapping up part one. We're wrapping up part one. I'd love to have you back. I think it was a really interesting chat. We just got started. We went all over the place and I, I loved know. it. We like started like 17 different These are some of my favorite episodes where we meander through all sorts of thoughts. People would get into it with us. They go down the rabbit hole. And then when they get down that rabbit hole, they find out that in there, it's not a rabbit hole. It's actually the splay buttocks of a homeless heroin addict <laughs> on Hollywood Boulevard, out of which all this beautiful liquid is spurt. And that's forth. the only way you'd find out. That's how you do it. when you're inside of it. Ladies and gentlemen, my guest Max Jenkins oh. is a very talented actor. You Jeff. can see him right now on Netflix in Dead to Me. We're starting season two in like a week. Oh, shit. Perfect so timing. Yeah. Okay, perfect. Well, they won't see it for in a week. I'm going to start shooting it in a week. Okay, but very exciting yeah. news to be able to reveal. Very exciting. Um, if they want to check you out, it's Insta. Max Jenkins. Y'all. 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 As in Y A double L. Yes, in the South. Max Jenkins, y'all. It's a, it's a phrase in, in Tennessee yeah. in the South. Max Jenkins, y'all. Max Jenkins, y'all. It's Max Jenkins, y'all. Now you understand, right? Hey, come on, man. Sit by the fire with Max hey, Jenkins, Max Jenkins, y'all. y'all. Come on, let's turn on the TV. Come on, man. You gotta watch him. It's Linda Cardellini. You remember her? <laughs> it's Linda Cardellini, y'all. It's Max y'all. Jenkins, y'all. But there's no it's at the beginning. It's just Max Jenkins, y'all. Max Jenkins, y'all. y'all. Yes. I don't want to be a pedant, but if you put it's Max Jenkins, y'all, you it might could not have been be able like, to find And me. that could have ended up being the name of your hit chat show. It's Max Jenkins, y'all. Which you can I, still do that. So I need to find that on social you media still and reserve that, it. And it would be like every woman's gay best friend. Right. So rather than getting frustrated but because also I want them to whinging want to you to play a straight well. one. There you go. But they would. Every, every... I don't want to be like castrated as the gay best friend. I also have sexuality. Dude, every hag wants to fuck her. Ideally. That's not an acceptable term anymore, isn't it? Hag. Like the fag other part of it, fag, fag hag, fag hag. That used to be like a thing that people would be like, oh, she's my fag hag. I guess it's not really, but I you still use it. You can't say that anymore. You say it sometimes? I don't know. Quietly. Really, you whisper it in gay clubs. I say it she's as like, I, I refer to the past. I'm like, she was. She was, yeah. but now she's my ally. <laughs> <laughs> she is. Um, so Allies want to be out. included to LGBT uh, A. 
they want to be in the acronym. A as well. Yeah. Is that true? Yeah. It's so Are you st- fucking serious? It's so funny. LGBTQA. Yeah. Now they got a Q and A at the end. And the asexuals are like, that's us. <laughs> they, well, they were already, they were the plus, aren't they? Oh, right. They're the plus. They're the plus right. symbol. That plus, can be the allies plus as well. those guys. Okay, please. Well, listen, Max Jenkins, y'all, on Instagram, find him, follow him, keep up with interest with his career. And send nudes. Go send nudes, dick pics and pussy Anything. pics. Anything, yeah, Everything. open. All of them. I want to explore my sexuality. Um, check it out, Dead to Me. It's Season one's already up on Netflix. Watch it and then get excited about season two. I'm so excited. I think it was the number one show in the UK on Netflix. Amazing. There you go. And, um, and other than that, just, you know, just find him on the streets of Hollywood me. Boulevard. And you know what to do. Follow him. You know what to do. Splay those cheeks. <laughs> Get on your side, lay down. While I'm in my car and I can just... Yeah, and he can just side-eye it yeah. like I did. And I'll day. be playing some Taylor Swift. All right. I love you, dude. Love Thanks you. Thanks for coming on. That was I love you so much. Fun. And so you do love me. second one. You do love me even though you don't know me as well as... Yeah, no, I love you. I love I love you in the sense of you're one of my favorite guests. I love being around you. Yeah. I'm not in love with you. No, I know. But one day... Sure. And if you watch my work... I'm in love more. with my friends like Seth, Jay, Pete, Saeed... I'm, you know, Dino, Dimitris. I love those guys. Lo- I mean, love friendships are, are love affairs. But for that sure. took years to build that. Absolutely. But right now, I just love who you I'm are. Not, I don't mean to be premature. I love who you are. I love who you are. I love exactly. who you're going to be. Very well I love put. who you were. I mostly love who you are right now. Yeah, I don't love who I was. I'm living in the present right now. And, and I, I count on you present. as my friend to love who I was. Right, I'm going to play the outro music. Okay. I don't, I'm, am I the one who keeps it going? It's you. <laughs> It's, <laughs> it's not me. Check it out, guys. Bye. <laughs>